This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about Hero Forge, the best place to get fully customizable tabletop miniatures with dozens of fantasy species and thousands of parts to choose from. I actually just built a version of my Underdark Gnome Illusion Wizard, Kraslo, for use in a home game my friend has been running, and it was incredibly fun getting to scroll through all the options and details to bring this mage-handed menace to life. Their easy-to-use design tools let you build your perfect miniature online using a fully 3D, in-depth character creator right in your browser. Oh, and before you ask, yes, Hero Forge has goggles, and yes, Kraslo is wearing them. So if you've been thinking about splurging on a miniature for your D&D campaign, wait no longer, because May 2nd to May 9th, Hero Forge is having a spring sale. You can get 10% off all physical miniatures and free shipping, including international shipping on all orders. The figures are tiny, but the savings are huge. To take advantage of this great offer, visit HeroForge.com to start designing your custom miniature today and check back often because new content is added every week. Ooh, good to know. Kraslo just got a hat of vermin in the campaign, and I really want to find an annoying top hat for him to wear to represent that. In the meantime, that's it for me. Thanks for listening, and happy forging. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bohemia, everyone. Bohemia. Ooh, he's cold and I like it. (laughs) We are here with Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, surefoot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin, woman of both worm and web. Ooh. Very good. (laughs) Alliteration. And and Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Tilgold V, Survivor Guy. Mm. Falling again. Yeah. Yeah, Survivor <laughs> Guy. Uh, check it out on Spike TV. Wait, a- oh, I have a name for you. Okay. Featherfall Fellow. Oh, I like that. That's we, better. We also don't know if you're a Survival Guy yet. Yeah, we don't true. know. They may all be dead guys true. and gals. I'm hoping I can influence Murph by saying it up top. Yes. <laughs> Beverly Tilgold V, alive. <laughs> we'll find out. Right after this, let's do a little recap. So last week, you guys continued your journey through the Knoll Tunnels, aka the Knoll Holes, and ran into some trouble along the way, as the path is always changing based on the purple worm's movements through the mountains. You were attacked by an invisible spider who sucked you down into her invisible web. After a very confusing fight, you defeated her and escaped it. All the while, Balnor kept an eye on Bastion, who kept trying to steal from your bag. Mm. Mm. Finally, Bastion led you to the end of the tunnel, and you could see a bit of daylight through a fissure. Bastion thought you were home free until you were ambushed by Deep Rag and his Knoll followers. Bastion was killed instantly. Then you guys were covered in blood by the Knolls above you, calling Yenoba to come and feed. An extremely close battle ensued, but eventually you overcame the Knolls and rushed across the bridge to escape and hopefully avoid the still-feeding purple worm who had nobody left to eat but you. Moonshine drew the short straw and was swallowed whole by the beast, having a symbiotic entity just to get the extra HP and stay alive. Hard One then jumped into the creature's mouth and entered a strength contest, rolling a nat 20 and pulling Moonshine out. Nice. 
Bev hit the gargantuan beast with an ensnaring strike, temporarily slowing it, and you guys rushed out of the cave and into the open air where you found yourself on the edge of a cliff. With Yanoba roaring behind you, you had no choice but to jump and hope the snow below would soften your fall. You held hands and stepped over the cliff, and that's where we are now. So, you guys are currently falling off a cliff. You uh, have just jumped uh, out of a cave hole, a uh, knoll hole, if you will, to escape Yenoba. Guys, go ahead and so Hard One has the Ring of Featherfall on. So you guys I'm a are pinky. so you guys you guys are so heavy. All four of you holding hands, having just leapt. Uh, these other guys are pulling you down fast, Hard One. But I'll say it'll uh, it'll save you a little bit of damage. Yeah, but you I'm guys are gonna strong. hit. You guys are gonna hit snow. Wait. Well, can I can I send an entangle so that we can I cast entangle so that we like almost like slide down on a vine? Oh, uh, go ahead, you mean, you go vine ahead and use a spell and then give me an arcana check. Spell and then an arcana check. I got shit arcana. Well, let's not do it. <laughs> let's just fall. Let's not. Okay, so guys, go ahead and roll two d one hundreds to see oh. how far you fall. Two d one hundreds. One. 70 and 80. So 150 feet. You guys easy plummet off this cliff. Plummet kind of slowly. You're yeah. pulling hard one down. You guys we're crash. All doing, we're all making our legs go. No, I think we're all like, like grabbing our hands like skydivers. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> you hit deep snow, but you fall very far. So just the, you guys probably bang into each other. You're right next to each other. Balnor like lands and his armor still moves. It's just insanely painful. Is it the sort of thing where like, we're all screaming and then we cut super wide and you see us just go, whoop. Yeah, you guys just <laughs> land a in- of, A puff of snow. <laughs> deep, deep snow, but you guys uh, take a little bit of damage. Uh, when I say a little bit, I actually mean a lot. 14. Huh. You guys take 17 damage each. Okay. Balnor's knocked the fuck out by the fall. I also am knocked the fuck oh. out by the fall. Hard one is knocked out by the fall. Balnor and Hardwood instantly bang heads and are both just out <laughs> in the snow. It would have I feel like I, I would have survived except for Balnor landed right on my face. <laughs> Yeah, Balnor fell a second behind me. He was like the last one on the chain. I love you guys. I never told. <laughs> Just you just see black. Okay, I uh, I heal hard one for ten. That's hard no one. Giant. Can we say that um, I'm touching him, but I'm doing like CPR just to make it really dramatic <laughs> yeah. looking? Clear. <laughs> <laughs> like a was a different. You come to in like fifteen feet of snow to a Rudy mushroom woman uh, doing CPR on you. This is how I wake up a lot. <laughs> uh, and Balnor is still knocked out. Uh, yeah, I'll touch hands, Balnor. Four. Um, for five HP, Sweet. which is all I have left. I kind of, I kind of slap his cheeks. Ugh, ugh. Wake well, up, Pop. We're all alive. And Papa comes out of your overalls, moonshine. Oh, how you doing, little rodent? <laughs> I know. I gotta be honest. I'm out of spells. I feel, I'm feeling pessimistic. Uncharacteristically pessimistic. He's, like re- he's being really pragmatic right now, but you can tell he's a little worried. Yeah, maybe we don't beat him on the battlefield. We beat him in the courtroom. What do you think, Papa? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Papa was also briefly inside that worm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. oh, my God. Thank God the acid <sighs> didn't digest him. He wouldn't have been able to take nearly as much damage. Oh, my goodness. Best Jesus not, Christ. Best nat 20 in history. You're right. Let's sue that worm. You heard it yeah. here, folks. Papa, Papa's come here. Papa's drawn up the I'm not. I hadn't even thought of that. Come here, little rodent. The world almost took you away from me. Come here and give me little cheek kisses. 
He gives you just like the tightest hug you've ever gotten. <laughs> oh, and he to get his arms around me, he has to go around my neck. Oh, <laughs> clenches his fist. Dude, no, it's okay. That's your child. You have to chill. I'm willing to take responsibility. I'm willing to take Papa on. I think I'd be a good dad. <laughs> Papa's Papa. So you guys are in this deep, deep snow. It is the it evening. It feels now. like we're in deep, deep shit. Yeah. You are in deep, deep shit. Uh huh. Uh, so you guys have spent six hours or so hiking with Bastion through the cave. Mm. R.I.P. Then you guys God. fought a worm and everything. So it is now like mid afternoon. Uh, you guys, <laughs> beautiful. I'm feeling a, a siesta. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know about y'all, but I think we eat a little charcuterie and take a <laughs> hey, nap. Hey, you want to just like fall asleep in the snow? You want to pass out in this cold? <laughs> I think that is how people die of hypothermia. No, son. it seems really warm. Yeah, no, nope. you feel, know what? I feel warm. We I all have. We've all had a few warm. concussions. Guys. I'm sleeping. <laughs> I start taking off my boots. No, no, this is. I just make snow angels and no. then stop forever. Everly, I know you've read. I know you've read books about hypothermia. You oh. see what hard ones doing. This You're is right. wrong. It's so oh. weird because snow is almost like mud, except it's like little crystal gravels. Yeah, it's like big mud pillows. Oh yeah, it's big mm-hmm. mud pillows. Good yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> you, see, you see, Papa's getting hypothermia. He's just starting to take, rip his fur off, and go to sleep in the snow. That's right, Come Papa. Here. It's hot. No, that's <laughs> uh, that's a dead possum. Is what that is. Uh, he picks up Papa and puts it back into Moonshine's overalls. We gotta go, gang. All right. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Fine. Fine. One more stop, but then it's bedtime. <laughs> you guys are all so tired and cold <laughs> and hurt. I love that two of you got knocked out from the fall. That's so. You're funny. right. We'll find a bar and then we'll go to bed. Right? Oh yeah. Is that what you're saying, Balnor? We're all very concussed. I also have a concussion. Hard one tries to climb into the bag of holding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you carry me for you can a bit, Balnor. minutes. Uh-huh. Can't sleep where you can't breathe, bud. Uh-huh. Uh, so you guys spend uh, much of the evening hiking through this thick snow. Uh, at first, you guys are in deep, deep, deep snow that you landed in. It was like 15 feet of snow. It was nuts. Can we uh, take a short rest? Oh, I go down. Then I'm down. But if I come out of if I come out of fungal form, I'm down. My temporary hit points. Okay. So I'm down. I guess we take a short rest when she goes down. You can't take a short rest buried in snow. I guess that's true. Okay, so as you guys are making your way through the snow, moonshine goes down when she comes out of her fungal form. Uh, oh, does can- anyone have a he- way to heal? Uh, I can't use the amulet, can I? She already she no. looked at it. She looked, looked at, at it. it. Um, oh, do we have a good berry? Do we? Do you have any more healing spells left or anything? I. You're all out of spells. I'm out. I'm out of spells. Okay. Um. Everybody, go ahead and make. We're gonna just go around and hope that we get a successful stabilizing check before okay. Moonshine dies. Well, uh, don't I get to throw uh, roll? You will death roll saving? death saving okay. throws. So uh, everybody, roll initiative. Oh. On fuck. saving Moonshine's life in the snow. Oh boy. I got a 17. Oh, that's bad. I know. Uh, Balnor got a 18. I got a 9. Okay. I got a 5. Okay, so Balnor will go first. I'm going to roll in front of the table. What does Balnor add to wisdom? Nothing. He just got to get a 10. 10 or higher, Balnor stabilizes you on his turn. 8. Balnor He's too emotional. tries to give you CPR. Don't die on me now. Okay. Uh, that is My Moonshine's turn. turn. Roll a death save. Uh, 15. 15, that's one pass. That is Hard One's turn. Hard One, 10 or higher on a wisdom saving throw. Okay. I uh, Or not wisdom saving throw, wisdom check. Put my hand on Balnor's shoulder. (laughs) You're too close to this one, pal. (laughs) I got a 19. There we go. Hard One, you stabilize her. (sighs) Woo! You you learned first aid at the Dwarfenage. It was... Really responsible. Kids would pass out in the mines all the time. Wait, so now I just did CPR on you, and now you do CPR on me. Yeah. 
Moonsh- taught me how to do it. <laughs> I learned from watching you. Moonshine is passed the fuck out. She's oh, going right, to need right. to be carried. I'll carry her. Hard one. Woo! Picks up Moonshine, just draped over. I got to warn you, my huge tits are heavy. <laughs> <laughs> There's one on either side of my neck. <laughs> just firemen gonna... carrying her, just yeah. one boob in front, one boob in back. They swaying. They're uh, keeping my ears warm. <laughs> Hard one. There's probably a brief period where you're hanging on to everyone because the snow is so deep that mm. uh, Balnor and Bev have to like hang on over Riding you. Riding my legs. Uh, but you guys end up spending much of the evening hiking through the snow. Um, it starts getting more manageably deep, like four or five feet. It feels like when you go off trail uh, on your skis. Mm. Like on a ski mountain, you're across like, oh, country. This is fucking tiring. Yeah. This is awful. You French fried when you should have pizza. You French fried when you should have pizza, <laughs> and you went off the trail. You lost a ski. Um, finally, you guys get out from this plain of snow, and you crest over a hill, and now you can see the base of Mount Forge, less than half a day's hike away. It is getting to be evening, but uh, with the light of the uh, gash. As it were, uh, you can't really even you can't really even see the sunlight. Uh, it just kind of always looks like twilight here. In the glow of you the gash. Also, <laughs> with the glow of the gash. The gash light. There you go. Cool. Ooh. You see the gash light. Um, you the also... gash light district. <laughs> You're in the gash Would you say we're in the gash light district? I sing what? a I sing a quick gash light anthem. Yeah. Uh, so you can also see the last tower which uh, is supposed to look like the first tower, the Winter Wolves Tower, the last sort of haven before Mount Forge. Uh, But you see the light atop of it has gone out. There's no fire up there. Uh, Bev and Hard One, go ahead and give me perception checks. Can I get, can I roll to see if I'm having a good dream or a bad dream? Yes. Oh, I got a five. Bad dreams. Ah, Papa, Papa. You are inside the purple worm's belly, and you see Papa falls out of your bib into the stomach acid below and deteriorates and turns into a little possum skeleton. Oh, my God. That's like a one roll, you (laughs) monster. You don't want to know what I would have said if you got a one. Uh, 19. 19? Yeah. yeah. I got a five as well. Five. Okay. Uh, I just just look at Moonshine. You also, yeah, you see Moonshine just thrashing like crazy on Hard One's shoulders. Uh, Hard One really not perceptive on that, but very perceptive on looking at the tower. Hard One, you can see even from this distance, and it's still a few miles away, uh, you can see that there was a battle here that the tower is partially destroyed and the corpses are so big, you see a few hill giant corpses and a few other dots, which you can assume to be dwarf corpses. I relay that to my team, who is awake. Who? Okay. Um, uh, well, I guess more room for us, huh? Bubba, Bubba, Bubba. She's you... not doing great, by the way. <laughs> what do you guys say we go sleep in one of those giants? <laughs> Not in the tower? We'll, we'll, we'll drag the giant inside. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. So I'll say, sense. As, as you guys continue to walk towards the tower, Moonshine, go ahead and roll one hit dice as like a quarter of a short rest to just be like conscious. Ooh, can I roll my barbarian hit dice? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, baby. Three. Oh, plus two. <laughs> Moonshine, you pop up for three. Uh, you All are right, Moonshine, now you carry me. <laughs> I do. I oblige. You pass out again. <laughs> my compatriot. <laughs> So you guys continue to hike, just 
beaten down. You've had a hell of a day. One of the one of the most intense days in memory, save for maybe when you took the drill car up and fought Galad and saved Bev's dad in the day. This is this was number one or number two tiring day. day. We like big days around here. This is a big day. This um, was not my favorite day. No. I need to do a little journaling and reflecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you guys get close to the last tower, you see that a terrible battle has taken place here. Heavy losses from dwarves and hill giants. The tower is badly damaged. Uh, you see as soon as you arrive, it's this big, you know, watchtower that's like built of stone. The other one had this great kind of bonfire up top to be able to signal to people. Bonfire is out. Uh, you see burst through one of the walls is a mammoth, but the mammoth is dead. Uh, just a big mammoth corpse there. Uh, strangely enough, the top of the tower is half destroyed. You see up where like uh, the beacon would be, where like the a guard would be posted. It's half destroyed and covered in thick frost. Uh, and on the ground, you see dead winter wolf rangers, dead wolves, dead hill giants, uh, and a few dead bronze beards. Way fewer bronze beards than winter wolves. Hmm. There are several hill giants and dwarves that are frozen in place. Like they were frozen during a battle. Like dead and just in stasis. Is that like arcane freezing or can we tell uh you uh let me know how you guys are approaching these guys how, like what kind of arcana checks you're doing etc investigation i mean i want to do like a general like a general sort of like nature check to be like mm. is this is this ice natural or yeah. is it magic uh cool go ahead and give me investigator or arcana or nature yep nature it is. <laughs> 13 13 you can't tell what it's from, but the people who are frozen in place were not frozen by natural means. Yeah, I assumed as much. It's a whole magic scenario up in here. And uh, so I thought that I thought that between us, yeah. um, I thought that the the guy we were most worried about was dealing in flame, wasn't he? Wasn't he enchanted to deal in flame? Hirog, yeah, Hirog yeah. Jr. Hirog Jr. Yeah. Seems like maybe he's uh, being opposed by someone else. There's a fire and ice situation happening. Oh, y'all, that's, I mean. I think that he might have a, a Jon Snow. <laughs> <laughs> I know that these are serious times with dire consequences, but that's dope. Well, I yeah. imagine that there might be like a frost giant trying to oppose him. Mm. Mm. I hope they are also in love, though. Can I? Oh. Or, yeah, I'm gonna ch- inspect the bed in the keep to make sure nobody was fucking their aunt in there. Yeah. <laughs> I would also like to, for the same reason. Uh, you look in. Did it you... looks to be more of like season one through four yeah, Game of Thrones, where yeah. it's like the incest the is sense? mostly Lannister. Say no more. So the North is fine. <laughs> can I do a quick cum check? Uh, yeah, you can check for cum. Can I look for bearskin rugs that have had that super hot girl that was with Rob Stark, oh, like yeah, her sweet yeah. cheeks on it? Yes, again, season... Oh, I got a 19. Season four, so yes, she was recently here with Rob, and okay. um, they took a break from pr- planning the war. Several to, nobles to have, have been sex to make in this a, tower. a young prince of the north. <laughs> what do you guys do to save the world in this D&D game? Okay. Oh, right. <laughs> Um, I did want to do. I wanted to do a percent. Like this place in, is deserted, right? Like there's there are no yeah a lot. There are no people who are alive that you can see. Okay, but let me know how you interact with everything. I want to chisel one of these people out. One of the winter wolves or the one of the frozen one of the frozen winter wolves. You want to chisel somebody out? Moonshine. Oh shit! I got produce flame. I forgot hey. cantrips. I don't need spell slots for. So there is. There are two full hill giants that are frozen. 
Um, there's one that was like mid battle uh, with a winter wolf that was riding a wolf with a hammer. They were like about to go at each other. Both of them frozen. Um, you see another hill giant just has his club out, frozen. Uh, you see a bronze beard dwarf that was like looking terrified and reaching into a bag is frozen. Uh, and you see a few other like winter wolf dwarves frozen and then one like wolf that is frozen. Okay, I'm taking my produce flame and I'm holding it up to melt just around that bag that that bronze beard was going for. Right, sweet. Um, you you see this brown bag and Balnor uh, and looks I'm being over careful at you with my produce flame. <laughs> this so bronze like... beard looks weirdly like he's sort of like the bronze beard Balnor. Yeah, he's <laughs> holding like, the bag. He's got a little beard, but it's tight. Mm. Uh, I I would have done the same thing, Moonshine. It's it's important to check the bags first. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> What's the dwarven equivalent of tuna? <laughs> <laughs> Mackerel. Yeah. Oh, man, Some it cave, so is. Some, like, blind cave fish. Yeah, like okay. salt kippers. <laughs> okay, so moonshine. <laughs> Bottom feeder, for sure. Uh, you you defrost this bag, much to Balnor's delight. Does it sound like a really cool, like, oh, flame torch? What do they, what do they call those? Blow, like blow torch? torch? Yeah. yeah, you blow torch. Moonshine blow torches the bag. Moonshine, you open the bag. I give her my goggles while she does it. Do we? Oh, do we have anything from uh, Gemma or Jaina that isn't a murder weapon that we could use to prove our allegiance to the Bronzebeards? No, it's just the it's just the knife that murdered her. Yeah, just so uh, if anything that sort of proves the opposite. Just our good word, huh? All right, All right good right, words here we enough. Go. Okay, okay, Moonshine, you blow torch the bag, uh, and you find in it two potions mm. with a milky white liquid. And two copper cylinders. Hard one. Looking at that, go ahead and give me a, I guess, history check with advantage. Eight. Hard one. You have no idea what these fucking cylinders are. Do I know? Well, uh, let's pocket them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Young what kind of check smart. do you want to do at it? Do you want to investigate it? Do you want to know if you've read about it? Like, what kind of... I mean, um, Bev was definitely, like, a young kid who was playing with, like, connects and shit like that. Yeah, like, I had an erector is. set, for sure. <laughs> uh, can I do a history check? Sure. Yeah. Ooh, that's a 19. Bev, you look at it, and you know that from your studies of dwarves and such that dwarves are so hardworking that occasionally they'll like inject themselves with magic serum so that they can like keep mining into the mountain. Are you and saying it makes them is... a little crazy, but. Oh. So I definitely have like experienced so you, these, but they heard... were always already being like jabbed into the back of my neck. You... So I never oh, saw no. them. You've basically heard the older dwarves talk about them. They're like pep pills, uh, but probably like, you're like a trucker son. They won't tell you what they are. They're just like, yeah, they're daddy's happy pills, son. <laughs> so you've like heard, you've seen like dwarves use this. And as soon as Bev starts bringing it up, like, ah, maybe this is some kind of like injector thing or something. And you press it. Yeah. Um, and you see that, yeah, a little needle pops out. Must, hey, he must have been a diabetic. <laughs> and hard one you recognize yeah, then I know what it is. as being kind of like dwarven, a little dwarven pep. Got it. You got to be real careful with this stuff. Interesting. And the, I, I like drugs. <laughs> uh, the mechanics of this thing is that it lets you take a long rest in the time that it would let you take a short rest. Ooh. Oh, I think, sick. y'all, that we should save it, though. I think we should get an, I think an, we should honest, get an, honest, an, an honest long rest and save these because there's only two of them. And Hard one, are, are drugs good? Not for you. Okay. All right. 
When you're in a when you're an adult sure. and you can make informed decisions about when you inject yourself with say arcane. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. When your beard's as long as mine, then I'll do arcane with oh, you. Okay. <laughs> Gosh, I can't wait. <laughs> um all right, so I guess can we like keep on casing the joint? Sure, go ahead and give me you guys have plenty of time, so give me investigation checks with uh advantage. Shout out to the two crew. And shout out to the fun ones. I got a 16. Balnor got a 19. I got a 19 as well. Sweet. Advantage is so weird when you get a three and a four. Okay. It really feels inefficient. It means you just suck. You guys are all going around. uh, Bev and Hard One, you guys are looking at like the hill giants and the winter wolves and everything. You see as you go through the winter wolves stuff, they all have very practical things. They have like throwing axes on them. They have like crossbow bolts. They have crossbows tied to their backs because they died with their with hammer in hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like food on them and things like that. There's all things kind of beautiful about this. Mm. Like this, like all these like statues of yeah. people in their last stand. Yeah, we're in like a living garden. Yeah, I feel like we're in a statue garden. There's yeah, like yeah, something about me like... That I mean, maybe this it's is, because I just faced in a very acid-filled death, but right now I'm feeling some reverence. Yeah. Bev, under his breath, says, "It's like one of my dioramas." <laughs> oh, I love a diorama. Um, Moonshine <laughs> and Balnor, you guys loot a couple of bronze beard corpses. Of course, nice. You see, there are three more bronze beard corpses here besides the one that was frozen. Uh, one of them has nothing on him, and it looks like his stuff has been picked clean, like somebody already took his stuff. What? Uh, Wait, th- okay, tell me more about this one that looks like picked clean. Does it look like he's got like the insignia of being a leader, carrying the most important stuff? He doesn't. He just okay. looks like a regular knight. Okay. But uh, you go through these other two bronze beards, and you find another of these potions with milky white okay. um, and another copper cylinder, and Balnor finds the same thing. So we're at, so we got four, so got pet four sticks now. of these potions and four of these cylinders. So we, so we we'll each have one, sticks. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So pep let's potions. distribute it. Everyone's got one pet. Everyone's stick. Can we call them? Uh, can we call them boob tubes? Yeah. One boob tube. Yeah. One poche. Uh, what do you guys think these these poches are? I I feel like in my in my research, I I've seen that these can give you some sort of like extra boost if you, if you're really tired. Uh, a lot of the, the dwarves would use them when they were hollowing out the tunnels of uh, Iron Deep. Isn't that right, Hard One? Hey, that's right. What about the potions, though? Oh, sorry. Not to mention <laughs> Navy Seals would use them. Does that trigger anything in you? Balnor? <laughs> Balnor. Down Periscope? No, I don't anything know what you there? guys are talking No. <laughs> no, just not at all. Okay. All, all right. right. All right. Go back. I feel back. like I'm from within universe, at least. <laughs> you know? Okay. Maybe not this planet. I don't know. <laughs> I, I think I exist somewhere, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows, sure. guys? <laughs> Milky. Uh, yeah, have we inspected these yet? Can I can I take a look at it? Can I kind of do a yeah, history or arcana? Yeah, yeah. Um, can I touch some to my tongue? Do you want to yeah. do it? Touch some to your tongue. Just a, t- just a drop. Oh, yeah. I want just a short rest. Oh, really? It. It's a tiny drop. Not taking the whole potion. Just like a taste. Hard just one. like you do with Arcane. You put your pinky into the milky liquid, dot it on your tongue. And you, you hover for a split second, like you hop off the ground. Oh, oh! 
I was levitating, everybody. Did you see oh, that? I uh, did yeah. see yep. that. I levitated Yon, for a tiny... Keto, you're looking so light. Yeah. I, <laughs> uh, you see... I ran out of biscuits four days ago, so I think I just entered ketosis. Balnor walks around to the corpses, and he goes, I don't see Captain Toma here, and are these all of the bronze beards, hard one? Gemma's dad ain't here. That well, means they could have fucking pulled a fucking fuck you on these people. Oh, yeah. Do you think they betrayed their own? It's it is growing increasingly clear to me that the bronze beards are very bad. <sighs> I mean, Toma? I always hated Gemma's dad. He was a piece of shit, but it seems like he might be uh, a criminal piece of shit. But yeah. Toma seemed honorable, didn't she? Yeah, maybe they they could have her prisoner. It's true, or she might just she be. She didn't look like a prisoner, though. She might be. She a... didn't look like someone that gets taken prisoner. That's very true. She might be a prisoner of uh, you know, the whims of the of the bronze beards, mm-hmm. just trying to follow orders. Which I don't know. We we got we got to find them though. Um, All right. I don't have any I don't have any strength left. I can't do a locate object. I don't know how close we are. I mean, like the they're probably getting on their way to the gash though. Yeah, they might be on their way to the gash. <sighs> do you think they flew the coop right up to the gash? Did we investigate inside the tower? You have not. No. Let's go inside the tower. Right. Yep. Cool. You guys. Let's go in- be stealthy. Let's getting be, in there. Yeah. Cool. You guys go inside the tower. It looks the same as the first tower, except. Very destroyed. A mammoth has crashed through this little mini mess hall down here. Mm -hmm. A bunch of tables have broken. It's a mess in here. Uh, You see there's another hill giant in there that's dead with like three winter wolves around him, including the wolves. Uh, You see one winter wolf went down fighting the mammoth that came through the wall. Uh, You guys go upstairs to that little bunk area, completely undisturbed. Hmm. There's a crossbow that was left up here by presumably somebody who just like tossed their crossbow and ran downstairs to help. Uh, when you guys go to the top, you see half of it is destroyed. Um, and there's just frost all over the one side of the tower. Um, and it's a little bit, uh, everybody give me an insight check. Hmm. 12, 17, 13, hard one. It strikes you as very strange that the bottom and top of this tower is insanely fucked up and the middle is fine. Can I look at the angle of the ice that's been fired onto the top of the tower? Sure. So I can like calculate mm. what the trajectory was? <gasps> uh, yeah, you go ahead. little boy scout, <laughs> do you wanna love do, I pull it. Out, I pull out a, uh, oh, a bronze. He's a protractor? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I like pull the, out the yeah. scene in The Wire where yep. uh, <laughs> Bonk and McNulty just keep on saying shit. Cool, go ahead and give me, give me an investigate check with advantage. Okay. There we go. Investigate is... Where is that? Oh, it's zero. Uh, 14, though. You bust out your protractor and everything, but it's not... The answer is not super mathematical or complicated. Mm. What you what you see is that... I pretend whatever, it is. You pretend it is. Mm. Whatever did this seems to have attacked from above. You see that the ice mm. is super chunky up top and seems to be, like, dripping down like it's less thick down below. And only the bronze beards had the flying potions. Correct. Okay, it seems oh. like aerial assault. All right, y'all. Who wants to fucking do some drugs? And I whip <laughs> I it out, whip out my pep stick, and I say, where, where, where are we sticking? Dude, I, I clasp Moonshine's hand, and I stick my mine in her arm. <laughs> stick mine in his arm. <laughs> I, uh, I pull down my, my pants and ask for one of them to inject it. Bal- uh, I nudge Moonshine. I'll, I'll do, I, uh, I'm, I'm I encourage Balnor to I'm do it. I'm his father. Balnor very carefully. Okay, bet. ready? We're going to go three, two, one, and then we're going to prick you. Put it on the birthmark. Three, two, one, then we're going to prick you. Okay. Ready? Three, yep. two. He does it on two. 
It's okay. Hey, was, you're gonna be okay, bud. Hey, not we're required be okay. to do it on the buttocks. Hey, uh, you know Ben's got you know little butt dimples. That's where all the meat is. That's where all the meat is. Balnor That's pulls, where all my meat is. Balnor pulls his pants Wait, down. No. Beverly has a notoriously flat ass. Oh yeah, that must have hurt. That must have hurt. Bone. It went to bone. Straight to the bone. Straight oh, yeah. to the bone for Bev. Ass like cardboard. <laughs> uh, Balnor stabs his own ass. <laughs> Drop it like ass it's like flat. a bulletin yeah. board. <laughs> Uh, you guys, you guys take it and you're like, oh fuck, and you go and you sit down, and you just feel super relaxed, and slowly you get more amped and more amped and more amped and more amped, and after like half an hour, you're like, I can go. I'm Woo. up for the day. Yeah, I'm up for the day, man. That's I'm up good. For the day. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Balnor y'all. starts talking like Mark Wahlberg. I got Wahlberg. all these ideas. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it, man. Y'all, I got, where is the kitchen in this place? I got all these ideas for jambalaya recipes. What about mammoth? We got a bunch of mammoth. Hey, what if you try to whip that into a frittata? Yeah, 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 yeah. You guys are all on meth. Moonshine, roll me a cooking check. Double advantage, roll 4d20s. Hey, Moonshine, Moonshine. I'm solving a math problem <laughs> with uh, Papa. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do I? What do I add to cooking? Uh, nature or something. Yeah, nature. All right, I got eighteen. Eighteen. Moonshine, oh. uh, you very carefully um, make a beautiful dinner for everyone. Hard one. Punch me as hard as you can. <laughs> I punch Beverly as hard as I think I can. <laughs> and I, it, it is You're very, very about soft. Math. Uh, hard one. You can read right now. Whoa. Just very briefly. I'm reading voraciously. Yeah. Y'all got mammoth chili. Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Who wants mammoth chili? Put it in my butt. No beans. <laughs> I'll have some. I'll have some. I put my head in the cauldron. <laughs> uh, Balnor starts laughing. Moonshine, are these, are these whole eggs in here? Yeah, you didn't they're crack the eggs. Didn't crack them or anything. <laughs> you know, cooking's about texture when it comes down to it. People think it's taste, but it's about texture. People don't talk about that it's enough. Good. <laughs> you guys, you guys kind of come down from your tweaking a little bit after like an hour, uh, and you guys are fully rested. All right. Oh, so you guys get your spells back. Oh, Melora. You get your health back. Me. After these insane bronze beard drugs. These guys came packing with stuff. And we also, after, it's like after like a really intense drug trip, uh, we're all closer friends, even more so than before. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. This is my all first time at... doing an upper. <laughs> You're more of a downer guy. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Balnor, you were insane. Uh, <laughs> Balnor with Benzos. He kept, Balnor kept doing squats. <laughs> I'm sweating so much. I was getting deep there. I was Your getting lips deep. got I felt super good. dry. Balnor. I should do that all the time. <laughs> Your knuckles do, are so bloody. I could do squats like that all the time. Um, Papa has just been chasing his tail for an hour. Wait, no, hour. Papa didn't get anything. But he licked some up. So oh, he absolutely okay, did. Good. I yeah. like when my baby's involved. Hard one, yeah. Drugs are good. We gotta learn how to right? make it. I love it. We gotta learn how to make it. There's like several paragraphs in the Green Teen Handbook about how they're bad. <laughs> the whole book seems like maybe it's a wash. I don't Where's know. That book? I'm gonna burn it. <laughs> Everybody, give me an insight check. Ten. Seven. Uh, uh, eight. Uh, oh, pardon me. I got eleven. 
guys, this is great. You guys could probably never sleep again and just keep doing these. Awesome, dude. <laughs> awesome. Forget everything that Denny ever taught you. <laughs> we're your scoutmasters now. Gotta, we got to find these bronze beers, find out where they make these suckers, huh? I know. I'm just saying, we, you know, if you love something, you got to learn how to make it yourself because you don't want to be dependent on dealers. Resourceful. Or Cut out the middleman. Yeah, or anything. Guys, we need to act. We need to act. Hard one chugs his, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, my flying potion. Instantly chugs it. Hard one, you, f- you, you begin flying up inside the tower. I, all right, so I want to I want to chug it as I'm running out the window. <laughs> Watch this. Hard one, like he's in fucking jackass, hops out the window, chugs his potion, fully on drugs. Everyone looks out the window like, oh shit! Uh, and you begin flying and you float. Can I chug Sick. my flying potion but do it inside so that I fly up and then hit the ceiling? Yes. Uh, Moonshine, you fly up, you hit the ceiling, you kind of swim Ow. up there, go up the stairs. <laughs> oh, Charlie shit. and the chocolate Fizzy factory style. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Go up to the top of the tower and begin flying out. Balnor jumps out of the tower and do we just float downstairs. or do we do we grow wings? Uh, you just fly. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you guys consume the potions of flying and you instantly begin hovering. Uh, then are you guys just going up? Um, well, I think let's go to the gash. Straight to the gash. Straight yep. to the gash. Gash rebound. You gotta go Don't straight to the gash. Don't no pussy around. Gotta get to that gash. <laughs> you guys shoot off. Get, it, get into, into the gash. The sky. So the harder I clench my buttocks, the faster I fly. That's well, exactly how it works. It's right. left buttocks to go left, right buttocks to go <laughs> nice. right, and I can fire my my glutes at will. Yeah. <laughs> it oh. Rocketeer rules. Yeah. <laughs> I'm As definitely just experimenting. Left, right, left, left, right, right. So you guys left. fly up towards the gash. I the go w- feet first. You go, you go feet first. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> Bobsled. Uh, Balnor has to like keep you on track, but you're you're just insanely high because you're a child. I'm skeleton luging. Uh, the wind bites you. It's bitter cold, but you rocket upward in defiance of Mother Nature herself. Uh, with the potions, you can fly for an hour. And you do. Did Papa have a little bit of the potion, or is he oh, in he's your... just in the overalls. Mm. Nah, he's just in the overalls. I'm, I'm turning my body into, like, a little plane, though, that he can pilot. <laughs> oh, he's got little goggles and, like, a Goggle, little... Yeah, I'm doing the bed it's style. A little captain's like, hat on. Luge, like, uh, feet first, and then he's popping out the overall bib and then pulling my overall bibs to sort of control it. <laughs> yeah, he's like uh, he's like Snoopy. Yeah. He's oh, man, and that yeah. sop with camel. Oh, yeah. yeah. So in, you know, minutes, in an hour, you guys climb tens of thousands of feet uh, because you guys have already fucking walked through the tundra a bunch. Who wants to fucking listen to you climb You sure mountain? you don't want me to do uh, no. nine more encounter checks? You don't uh, need to do any more fucking checks. encounter checks. <laughs> uh, can I roll? I, I take a pee. Uh, sure. Do you wanna, what did you want to, what did you want to roll for? Is this your dick freezes? <laughs> I don't know. No, but your pee's gonna fucking freeze midair yeah. and then fucking icicle spear some poor little rabbit hair. Oh, I don't want that. I, I just want to Can we roll to pee. see if his icicle spears kill his ram back on the other <laughs> no. side? No! The they fly over and they hit Ryan for, uh, that's my ram. 10 d You asshole. <laughs> no! Retcon that and edit it out. <laughs> that's out. That's not canon. Ryan's fine. My piss jab and hit something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nobody pees. Um, I pee a little bit. Yeah, you piss a little bit in your pants. You guys <laughs> climb tens of thousands of feet into the air, uh, quickly approaching the gash. You break the clouds, and the weather becomes 
instantly insane. You're being blown off course, rain mixes with hail, you're almost blinded by the brightness of the crack in the material plane, uh, and your potions are getting close to running out. And in addition to the crazy weather, you see something is affecting the mountain here, that it's not just kind of natural weather. You guys are getting close to the peak, but you're still like a thousand feet or so off. Um, and you see that the mountain would be near impossible to climb here. Um, but below the peak, just above the clouds, uh, there is this hollowed out cave entrance. Uh, it's very wide. It's covered in frost and ice. The entrance is long with thick icicles hanging from the ceiling like stalactites and growing from the base like stalagmites. Mm. I point this out. Um, I'm gonna... <laughs> They're giving me a stalag fright. <laughs> oh, I'm going to take my produce flame and try and, uh, and, try and melt them. Cool. You go up, uh, you do produce flame on a couple of these stalactites, and they start melting. Now, see, hard one, stalactites cling tightly to the ceiling, and stalagmites are on the ground with well, all their I don't, might. I, so, like, stalactites could cling tightly to the floor, and stalagmites well, could cling mightily to the ceiling. Well, now we're just, I just getting don't understand semantics. how it's, like, wow, easy to remember. One, it's more of a so way smart. to remember it like, than... Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's just a little, like, rubric. Yeah. I mean, I think it's stupid. I swing my axe at one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you chop it right off. Ice falls down. It's just ice. Uh, okay. I see this. I attack it too. Yeah. We you, win. <laughs> you, chop, you chop down another icicle. I lick it. Um, I guess you, we land it. We... I'll roll to see if your tongue gets stuck okay. to it, Pev. If it does, I'm not saving Constitution it. save. Uh, oh. 17 plus four. You're fine. Oh, your, I do a good tongue, long Your tongue lick. comes back. Um, should we? Yeah, let's land yeah. in this cave. We're cool. here. Cool. You guys enter the cave. Do I get any? Stealthily. What's my evil sense? What's my malice detector doing at the moment? There is some evil shit going on. Evil's here. afoot, y'all. All right, y'all. Let's uh, let's huddle up so uh, so Mama Moonshine can pass without trace, your ass. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> I uh, send Moonshine my buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, I hold out my hands. And I say, everyone, give me your damn butts. <laughs> okay. Did you just like spank us? Yeah. All right. Yep. No, I, I do like a gentle cup. Like a, <laughs> I was going to say an appreciative <laughs> pat, but yeah. a cup. No, it's, like a, a cup. it's a cup that stays there. Cool. It's like when like your your partner is doing the laundry and you're just going yeah. like, hey. <laughs> I acknowledge that you did this for us. <laughs> Sweet. Okay. You guys enter this cave. Uh, the wind from outside blows into it, echoing into this giant hollow room, causing a consistent hum in the air. Just hum. The room is bright white. Uh, your eyes adjust just being in there. Um, from all the snow and frost, it's almost creepily so. It seems weirdly peaceful. But you do see a trail of blood on the floor that leads to a tunnel at the other end of the cave, and you guys hear in the distance people yelling at each other, like groups of people. Y'all, this might be a fucking crazy thing to do, and I know that we should probably just pursue these yells, but should we do a divination of whose blood this is? Do you have that ability? It's a high-level spell. I feel like we're going to find out whose blood it is real quick. All right, let's <laughs> do that then. <laughs> um, should I do locate object? Or do we also think we know where, what's going on? Uh, let's pocket these divination type spells. Okay. 
For now, they let's just see if we can peek play. around the corner. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, so you guys are going to sneak into the tunnel? She's so tempting, yeah. right, Ben? Yeah. You just want to use all I these know. spells. I know, all these never fun little use. tricks. It's really helpful for, for me to not have anything. <laughs> you guys going to follow? Never the, tempted. Are you guys going to follow the blood? Yes. Yeah, but yeah. we're sneaking. We're stealthy. Sneaking. Everybody give me a stealth check. Are there any Add other? Plus 10, plus my 10. friends. There's just one entrance. You guys have entered this big room, and then it sort of narrows into a tunnel. I got 20. I got 17. Cool. Should be good enough. Everybody's quite distracted. Hmm. Cool. I just rolled for a few people. You guys. Eavesdrop. You guys begin sneaking down this icy tunnel, being ever so quiet, but you hear echoing through yells. You hear a bunch of voices. There's like a three-way argument going on. This is just a crick conversation, you know? (laughs) You hear one voice, sounds like some kind of hill giant, going, You will not pass! That's my line! That's what I say! And you hear another voice, which you recognize to be Toma of the Winter Wolves, being like, Summer wolf treachery! You, you, you ditched us! You left us to die! You left my brothers and sisters to die! And you hear another voice, hard one, that you recognize to be Wilhelm Helm Bronzebeard. Calm down! We have other things to deal with! The dwarves need to be on the same side! We have demons to deal with! We'll settle our own problems later! Just this three-way Mexican standoff argument as you guys are in this tunnel. What do you do? Can we peek and see if it is a literal Mexican standoff? Yeah. Are there yes. weapons cool. drawn? So you guys sneak ahead. Who got the best stealth roll? I had a 28. You had a 28. Hard Bal- one. I don't know what Balnor had, though. Okay. <laughs> um, Balnor had a 19. Oh. So he's back there with Bev, kind of being like, let's not ruin it, Bev. Uh, so Moonshine yeah. is kind of behind Hard One. Hard One, you hear uh, Wilhelm Bronzebeard's voice, and your ears kind of peek up. I hate this fucker. Um, you sneak into the room. Stick your head out. Everyone is very distracted and does not see you. You see this room. It's kind of built like this other room. It's like white, covered in ice, uh, icicles hanging down and growing out of the ground. Um, it's shaped like a cone or a V, where it's wide, and then it gets very narrow at the end. You are at the widest part at the entrance of the room, and it narrows as it gets further. You see blocking a tunnel at the other end of the room. Looks at first glance like a fire giant, but from your own knowledge is probably Hurog. Uh, He's this beastly hill giant. He is shirtless despite the cold. Just enormous rippling muscles, skin so pale it's nearly translucent, thick veins pumping just beneath it. His pupils are bright red and he's got matching red hair glowing with a very unnatural color. I can't help but whisper fuck yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hard one, go ahead and give me an insight check. Can I do a report spores to everyone? Yeah. I want to report spores and be like, y'all remember? We got that hill giant coin from his papa. Yeah. 18. 18. Hard one. This dude made his deal with the devil. This guy is sick. This dude is some kind of demon now. Never mind. Is that where he my evil sense papa. is coming from? Part of it. Okay. Certainly. You, you feel evil in this room. All right. Hard one. You see he is carrying two enormous shields lined with spikes, and they are on fire, just consistently on fire. And you see it's kind of, it's magic, so it's not like melting the floor or anything, but you do see, you know, there's steam coming off the ice around him just by him being here. But he's, you see next to him are two eyeless 
Winter Wolf Rangers. Oh shit, you guys know Wait. who that is. Oh goodness. Um, with two eyeless wolves next to them. Uh, even the dogs? Yes, uh, and he is currently in a standoff with two other parties. Hard one, you see to the right of you, in the right corner of the room, is an injured Toma. You see the blood trail goes to her. You see she's been like injured in a battle. Uh, you see that Oscar is also hurt. You see his like jaws hanging a little low, like it's been broken. Um, and she's just screaming at the bronze beers, just like, Summer Dwarves, you leave us to die. Uh, and you see to your left in the other corner, is Wilhelm Bronzebeard and his knights. Uh, you see Wilhelm wears a thick bronze cloak with intricate scale armor underneath and carries a hammer at his side. Uh, he's got a big bushy red beard with a streak of white in it. With him are three Bronzebeard knights in plate wearing the Bronzebeard tabards. Uh, they've also got a Bronzebeard cleric in similar regalia, uh, but he's got a pendant of Moradin. There's also a beefy dwarf with a patchy red beard it's long, uh, but like a lot of patches have been ripped out. And hard one, you know this to be a dude named Rust. Rust is Wilhelm Bronzebeard's nephew, uh, who he took in after his brother died. Rust's mom was a commoner, and thus Rust is an embarrassment to the family. But nonetheless, he is desperate to impress the other Bronzebeards, and he is a dumb, sick bastard who definitely bullied you when he was a kid. He's got, got like, the patches in his beard ripped off. He, when he gets mad, he rips out his beard. Oh, he is a it. sick fuck. Like, you probably don't know how to read because he made fun of you for reading a book. Yeah. Like, this uh, guy is a fuck. He's, all right, cool. He's more chips than shoulder at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I get a little scared when I see him and not the huge fiery hill giant. How many people, how many dwarves are there? It's Rust, the cleric, Wilhelm, and then two guards? There are three knights, a cleric, Rust, and Wilhelm. So they've got a party of six. You've got Toma and the wolf in the other corner. And then you've got this insane demon giant with two huge shields. Just looks like Bane if Bane had fire powers and were 15 feet tall. That's honestly what the movie right. was missing. There you go. Mm. Um, and also at his side. It was only fine. Presumably on his side um, are eyeless winter wolves. Um, I feel like maybe we let them play this out and then kind of uh, clean up. We, 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 we go on cleanup duty. Yeah, I have like a slight concern that all of them were doing, doing wrong. I... I originally thought that Toma was a real cool lady. I think Toma could still be cool. I because Toma got ambushed. Yeah, Toma, Toma tried to defend the Winter Wolves at the wall. The Bronzebeards, it's or at the tower. And it sounds like the the Bronzebeards flew away and left them to die. Yeah, Toma of but those they, three they stole. They stole Toma and brought her here. No, I think Toma came here to like confront them or something. Of all three of those in there, my, I'm putting my money in Toma's corner. I, I oh, agree, yeah. but my question is, are all three corrupt? Howdy, Nadpoles. Caldwell here. I'm recording this ad literally hours before going to the airport on a trip to visit some family in New York. And if you're wondering, no, I have not packed my bags yet. Packing stresses me the hell out because I have to do wardrobe math about how many shirts and pants and underwear to bring. And uh, let me tell you, folks, it, I always get it wrong, and I always pack too much. That being said, there is one thing that always goes into my suitcase without a second thought, and that is my Raycon Everyday Earbuds. 
Raycon offers amazing audio quality at half the price of other premium audio brands. And Raycon's optimized gel tips are designed to fit comfortably in your ears and actually stay there. Which is good because it means I can go on a jog and not worry about them falling out and getting sucked into a sewer grate. Although I guess that's probably how the Ninja Turtles get their earbuds, so if some mutant creature living in the sewer happens to get them, I guess that wouldn't be too bad. But thanks to Raycon, it's not something I ever even need to concern myself with. So, if you're also going on a trip soon and are looking to bring along the perfect pair of earbuds, go to buyraycon.com slash pawpaw today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That is right, you're going to get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pawpaw. One more time, that's buyraycon.com slash pawpaw. All right, thanks for listening and have a great trip. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Emily here to talk to you about Mint Mobile. It's spring cleaning. We're getting rid of the things that don't serve us anymore, and you know what doesn't serve anyone? Expensive phone bills. If you'd like to declutter your finances, it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. You can use your own phone and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. That's mintmobile.com slash pawpaw. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash P-A-W-P-A-W. $45 upfront payment minimum required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Goodbye, sweeties. Well, we So let's go in order. Hirog, I think most corrupt. Big time. He clearly made the deal with the devil. Yeah. We could. Um, we have that coin. We could appeal to his giantanity. I. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if there's anything in there to appeal to. Perhaps not. We know how the devil works. Yeah, I think a deal with the devil kind of wipes you of them sort of mortal true. sensitivities. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, so, and Bronzebeard's number two bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also kind of a piece of shit to me as a, as pain, a youth, it pains so I'm a little me, biased. It pains me to see a bad dad, but that's a bad dad. He's a bad dad. Y'all, do we just make a noise out here and get them all jumping like a fleas in their foot? Could we? Oh, do you want to try and incite them to violence with like a, a shot of something? A what? We like fire a stray shot so they think that one of them, we, we, we end this Mexican standoff. Oh. And then we watch them fight. Does we run anyone, the simulation. Does anyone have like a wand drawn or anything? Uh, That's a good question. You kind of don't fully know Wilhelm's powers. He doesn't have his hammer out for some reason, which is a little suspect. The other knights certainly do. The cleric, you kind of don't know what his deal is. Um, You don't really know Toma's powers. And Toma's just there by herself with the dog. She and Oscar are just like baring their teeth at both corners. And Wilhelm Bronzebeard, the conversation happening right now is the Bronzebeards being like, fuck what happened. We need to work together right now or we're all going to die. He's saying that to Toma. He's saying that to Toma. To get by this giant. Yes. Mm. You hear them yelling back and forth. Wilhelm's just like, 
Forget anything that happened. We need to work together. I'll never trust you again, Summer Dwarf. You just fly off and leave us behind. They're just yelling back and forth. All right, y'all. Should I hurl a little flame with my produced flame cantrip? Someone might think that Herog did it. Wait, should I use a an illusion? Yeah, Ooh. I don't. Why not? Yeah, let me use deception. Let's stack cantrips, y'all. Okay. If you want to do a minor illusion on her spell, I'll yeah. let Bev do the... Deception roll? Deception roll. All right, roll. cool. That's a 13. Uh-oh. You guys shoot the fireball out. Um, you see instantly Wilhelm and Toma turn back there and they go, more fire giants that way too, what the fuck? Uh, and Wilhelm goes, we need to work on the same side. They're, they're surrounding us from both sides. Ooh, that's smart. Now, Ooh, now we're getting them shook. Okay, <laughs> okay. Do another fire thing. Um, <laughs> you see, during this distraction, Hurog rushes forward at the bronze beards. Oh shit, now we have to choose a side though. I want to turn to hard one and cast protection from energy um, so that he's protected from fire and he has resistance yeah. to fire. I give Moonshine a really bad thumbs up. Awesome. <laughs> Um, and then after that, I fucking fungal form, and, and uh, that's all. Sweet. Can we, while while we're kind of prepping stuff, while this battle is going on, can I also cast Shield of Faith on Moonshine? Sure. Cool. Yeah, get that AC. Cool. So you guys distract the dwarves. They turn around towards you guys. You see Hurog launches forward with his two shields on the ground like a snow plow, just like coming forward, melting the snow around him and collecting snow. Um, goes after the three knights. Um, he is going to hit on a shield charge, 20 damage on the first hit. Mercy. So he can actually hit multiple people in a row with his shield charge. So he's going to keep running through dudes and they're going to make strength saves. He plows through the second dude and he plows through the third knight. He plows through the cleric and Wilhelm Bronzebeard and Rust. And those guys all take... 16 damage. He's strong. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to fight him. Hurog makes a second shield attack on the first guy he hit, uh, and he is going to hit. He does another 30 damage to this dude, and you see one of these guys is just pounded into the snow by a shield and looks insanely hurt. Um, hard one, you recognize this as being like, one of Wilhelm's guardsmen. These are strong knights. These aren't like wieners. Okay. Are they wieners, hard one? They're not wieners. They're uh, they're no cold princes. That cold is princes. that is Toma's turn. On Toma's turn, she rushes into the hall riding Oscar and sees you guys and she goes, the fuck are you doing here? Shh. No time for that. Let's get this giant. We're on your side if you're honorable. The fu- I don't know who to trust anymore. We show, I, I open the bag of holding and I show her the giant axe. Don't we, we still have that, right? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a frost giant axe? Yeah. yeah, we took this from some fucking dead giant that we slept in. We're, in, we're on your side. Honestly, I'll take anybody I can get. It's honestly very good to see you guys. All right, All right let's right. go. Do you pet my dog? You are a crick elf. I like you. You, long dwarf, sure. I, Why not? I'm a big, tall summer dwarf. Big, let's go uh, fuck up some giants. Let's go fuck up some giants. It's go time. Uh, Let's go. So, uh, Thomas sees you guys. Uh, uh, everybody roll initiative. All right. Why not? Fuck me. Nine. 18. I got a 16. So, that is Thomas' turn. Toma has seen you guys brief back and forth. You see her and Oscar go towards the giant, and she yells to the bronze beards, 
You and I still aren't cool. I'm going to fucking kill you flying away with your stupid secret potions, you fucks. Um, <laughs> she's going to attack and just bam, bam, two hammer hits in his back. And then Oscar jumps up and bites him in the ass, like rips off a piece of his ass. Just flames, <laughs> flames yeah. coming out of his butt cheeks. Nice charred ass for you. You'll never stop me. Assassin. You can't stop the cause. You'll never stop us. The hill giants will be free. <laughs> and you'll never sit properly again. Ass, yeah. ass, yeah, ass, ass, ass. Yeah, that's true. Ass. Try and fight. You're gonna have to get. You're gonna have to get custom made chairs for that ass. <laughs> you're gonna have to get one of those little inflatable donuts. Bev's turn. Ooh, I get to go first? Ooh, yes, so bad. You see, so you've got the corner with the bronze beards all womped. They've all been knocked prone by uh, Hirog with his big, two big shields. You've got Toma is fighting Hirog. The bronze beards haven't gotten act yet. They haven't done anything. And then you've got at the other end of the room, Eyeless Winterwolves. Hmm. Uh, I'm gonna head towards the Eyeless Winterwolves because I think I can affect uh, damage on them the most effectively. Sweet. Uh, cool. I'm going to cast a first level. They're undead, they right? They are dead. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to cast uh, Divine Smite on one of the Winter Wolves. Our little Sweet. paladin. Uh, a wolf or a ranger? Um, there I'm are gonna, two rangers and two wolves. I'm going to avoid the wolves as best I can. <laughs> right. They are pawns, most of all in this. They are yeah. dead. We are dead. We will kill you. Ooh. Talking unison. <laughs> uh, cool. That's, that's 11. That probably doesn't hit. Uh, 11 does not hit. Okay. Let me try again. We were on the hunt with Pale Prince. Oh, you hate to see that happen. <laughs> I'm gonna send you to Moradin. That would be wonderful. Okay. We're in constant hell. 19? 19 hits us. Okay, cool. I do a ceiling strike to send them back. <laughs> the wolves are also talking with them. <laughs> where, uh, where, hey, where's the Pale Prince? Pale Prince, I cannot tell you. <laughs> Come on. I can't, sorry. Uh, if, hey, if I send you to Moradin, will you tell us? Yes. <laughs> okay. I might be lying. I'm a demon. That's true. He's a demon. All right, that's 13 damage. 13 and damage. Then, cool. Uh, 2d8. Cool. And then I think it does an extra d8 because they're undead. Yes. All righty. Nice, dude. So that's six. Ow. Seven. Ow. Seven. Stop. So 20. 14 plus six. That's 20. Ow. Plus 13. Sweet. So 33. Wow. Good yeah. damage. Good job. Give Morden a kiss on the butt for me. That is Moonshine's turn. All right, I'm running up to Hirok and I'm going after him. Does a 18 hit? 18 does not hit. <gasps> Motherfucker! Jesus Christ. I'm I mostly naked, but I have two very big shields. I will at least spores him for 12. Oh, enemy of the cause. <laughs> <laughs> you must love law and whatnot. You're one of those people who just follows the rules and does everything straight by the book, aren't you? Yes, Honestly, sir. that's kind of how I see myself. I feel like I follow the rules. <laughs> the rules of Melora. The rules of Melora. The rules of Melora are very I don't know who that is. somewhat chaotic. You don't know Melora? Just a reverence for, you know, if you see weeds growing, you don't Everyone pick them. Everyone shut up. You see his hair bursts into a streak of fire. Um, that's Balnor's turn. Balnor will rush forward, uh, take a couple cracks at Hirog, misses on the first attack. This is on the second attack. He's hard to hit. That is Rust's turn. Rust gets up from being prone, um, and he goes, Don't worry, Dad. I'll help you, man. Uh, he attacks. Uh, oh, he, another big, strong adult son. He's like a shitty Jon Snow. <laughs> mm, he's a Ramsey. He's a Ramsey Bolton. Yeah. He's a Ramsey Snow turned Bolton. Is he Ooh. Bolton yet? Do they call him Bronzebeard? Uh, yes, he is technically a Bronzebeard. 
Uh, but he's a he's a great shame to the family. Uh, he does not hit on his first attack. He takes a second attack with his spear. He has a spear. Uh, he misses on his second attack. He hits on his third attack. Oh god, he gets three. Yeah, you know he's strong, hard one. He does twelve damage to Hirog. That is the eyeless dwarves and wolves' turn. They are going to rush forward and go after Bev. Bring it. Um, you are aberrations in the <laughs> eyes of the Lord. <laughs> we feel like we are still people, even though we had demons. Well, it's a you know, very narrow de- definition, I suppose. Well, you know, fuck you, man. I guess it's a, really more of a philosophical discussion. Uh, I rolled two twos on my attack. Uh, second guy goes. Uh, he hits on one attack. Uh, yeah, you see, he's got he's got a hammer. I still use my hammer. It reminds me of when I was alive. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's just real tragic. Ten damage. Oh boy. Um, and then one of the wolves is going to take a bite at you. That's 18 to hit. Mm, doesn't hit. Doesn't hit. Misses. Uh, second wolf takes a bite at you and misses. Do they just like bounce into my shield? Yeah, Crunch they're their furiously muscle. biting. They're furiously biting at your shield. That's awesome. Ugh. Picturing yeah. like wolves just like not being able to get like just like going against yeah. your shield. My hand is like quivering above them, being like, "Don't pet, don't pet." <laughs> and you see, they're wolves, not dogs. As you guys run in, there's such a flurry right now. This has all happened in a couple seconds, so the bronze beards haven't even seen you guys yet. But that is your turn, hard one. Uh, okay, I'm gonna come in and. Can I do two things? One, hold up the Hirog coin. Ah. Okay. Uh, and two, throw my javelin. So I want to say, at who? Uh, at Hirog, your, <laughs> your dad would be very disappointed in you. You're going to throw a spear at him. Mm-hmm. Roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. Is it persuasion? A, wait, check? is it persuasion or? It, because uh, you're holding up the coin, but then you're attacking him. Wait. I think you should. Oh, I see. I thought it was a distraction. Okay. Uh, no, I guess I just wanted him to know that we knew his dad. Okay, cool. But now, all right, so now that I'm thinking about it. Go ahead and roll a persuasion check with disadvantage. Okay, fine. This is what you did. Yep. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Nine. Uh, you hold up the coin as you pull up your javelin. You see Hirog turns to you and goes, I don't know what the fuck that coin is. Uh, javelin uh, flies at him. Go ahead and make an attack with the javelin. Great. Shout out to the two crew. Oh, this turn oh was terrible. Javelin. Whew, Flings into the wall. You have a second attack. Hey. Cool. I nod at Rust. Uh-huh. Cousin Rust. Wait, what are you doing here, man? That is a nat one. Oh. You no. dink hardcore and you miss. Um, and you see, as soon as you show up and start firing at Hirog and stuff, you see Rust goes, Dad, Dad, he's here. He's the one who killed Gemma. Uh, and Wilhelm goes, How dare you come back here? You've come to, you've come to ruin us again, have you? We'll settle this after this. We've got bigger things to deal with. You always meddling and everything. Hey, at least you've got some big money. I wait, big money? You've got the coin. Oh yeah, I got big money. <laughs> uh, Wilhelm Bronzebeard scolds you, um, and he's gonna take his turn. He's going to start running towards like Bev, towards the Winter Wolves, and the other guy. He's gonna take an opportunity. Bring attack. it, baby. He takes an opportunity attack from Hurog, um, and he takes. Shit. He takes 15 damage, Hmm. but he keeps running over towards Bev, and he's going to go ahead and take a crack with his hammer against one of these wolves. I don't know who you are, 
But if you are involved, my daughter's death will settle this after. He's Your daughter seemed very nice. Um, and he hits this one dude. Uh, and he does 11 damage to the wolf. Right. He doesn't seem to have a problem with hitting a wolf. Mr. Wilhelm, sir, anyone that's Frenched my friend is a good person. That is the cleric's turn. Uh, he's going to go ahead and- We should and probably take care of this fella. He's gonna go ahead and cure yep. the dude who got fucking stomped. He's, tech he's on our side right now. I don't think he's gonna heal us, but yeah. <laughs> you see this guy who's like on the ground, who's been like shielded into the ground, gets healed a little bit more by this one cleric. Praise more than, praise more than, praise more than, just fear in his eyes. Like in Lord of the Rings, waiting at the gate for the trolls to come through. <laughs> oh. um, that is the knight's turn. Uh, they are going to get up from prone, and they are going to take cracks at Kurog. One guy hits for 13, and another guy hits on the second attack for another 10. Kurog looks fine. <laughs> that is Kurog's turn. You little folk, you, you, you screwed with us hill giants back in the day, and you're messing with the boss's master plan here. The hill giants, the hill giants will reign supreme. Um, and he takes two cracks at this one knight that just got healed. The poor goddamn guy. Praise Morden. <laughs> yeah, the, the cleric is doing last rites for him. What are his last confessions? This was morally great. Uh, gets shoved into the ground. You see his neck is broken as he's like accordioned into the ground. Um, then he's going to take his second attack against the n another knight next to them. Um, he's going to hit. And he does another 23 damage to one of these knights, badly hurting him. Wow. Whew. I just eat some gorp while this is all happening. Just kind of <laughs> taking it in. Uh, that is... Toma. T -t -t Toma. Just taken two hits against Hirog. Um, she hits once uh, with her hammer one time for 10 damage. Uh, and then Oscar's going to take a bite. Oscar misses with his bite. Aw, come that's on, Oscar. Bev's turn. Once more smite into the night. Sweet. Mm. Ooh, that's a smite, 19. Smite against the dying 19 of the plus light. Plus eight. That hits. Smite against the dying of the light. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Moonshine, can I hire you as my writer? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to do that, but <laughs> I can dictate to Papa, and he he can turn my okay. Words we'll get him a poetry. typewriter. <laughs> okay, so that's going to be uh, thirteen damage. He's looking pretty messed up, but he's not on like death's door cool. or anything. And that's my first attack. Sweet. And then does twenty-one hit? Twenty-one yeah. does hit. Okay, yes. Cool. That's we are going just to be... wearing our wolf cloaks. We were very proud to get them when we got them. I feel like you guys would be great in an acapella troupe. <laughs> can, can you do some Beach Boys? Don't or like a, a Greek chorus? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, guys, you don't want to hear it. <laughs> you don't really want to hear it? Yeah, that's enough. I slashed for 13 more damage. Sweet. Oh, man, um, this dude's uh, very hurt. And then on this one, I'll do my Divine Smite. So that's going to be three extra D8s. Do it up. Ooh. Oh, yeah, let's take one down, baby. That's four... Four, seven. So eight and seven, that's 15. Uh, 15, yeah. This dude is on death's door, uh, but he's alive. Let him in, death. <laughs> that is Moonshine's turn. I'd like to spore the guy who's on death's door. Okay, Hurag is going to get a opportunity attack if you go join. No, yeah. no, no, this is range. I got 10 feet. It's further than 10 feet. Mm -hmm. uh, Bev ran across the room. Oh, I'm going to okay. say Bev used his speed. 
All right, I'm just gonna attack here. Very fast. Okay. On like a green song. That's 20! Oh! oh, wait, I crit with Rosaline. Does that mean I get a charge? You do get a charge up, Rosaline. <laughs> Rosaline glows bright. Unfortunately. What? Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Alas. He is immune to fire damage. So you're just gonna roll four D6s ah. for Rosaline. I'm really sorry. I don't mean to disappoint you. 23. 23. Pretty good. good. 23, and then I'm going to go ahead and spores him for 12. Nice. He's still looking pretty healthy, but he's pretty hurt. So 35. Dope. Good turn. You wouldn't take my fucking fire damage, <laughs> but. Wait, do you have chill touch equipped? I or do, but that's stuff? necrotic, not ice. Oh, yeah, you're right. Also, these guys tend tend to just have immunities. They don't have like. But also, I, um, I'm i in rage right now, mm. uh, which is like partially for like resistance. Like whenever I get super fucked up, I can come out and then do spells. Cool. Balnor takes two attacks. This dude just has too much AC. Balnor's like doing good, but this dude's just blocking with his shields. Keep that at it, Balnor. Is... Wait, can I just like look at Rosaline and be like, how many charges do you need? <laughs> Like, I, I want to do, like, some kind of insight to be like, what is You want to do mean? insight? Go ahead and yeah. do an insight check. 16. You remember that the way Galad used Rosaline mm -hmm. was to create other scrying swords. Mm. So I can create another scrying sword. <gasps> and that is... The trickery unfolds. That is Rust's turn, and on Rust's turn, he looks at Hard One, and he goes, Oh, uh, Dad, Dad, who should I kill? Should I kill this little fucker? <laughs> uh, and he looks over at you like a bully. You're like fucking four feet yeah. taller than him. Um, but he's super jacked. And I, and I go, <laughs> but I'm like scared. <laughs> 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 and Willem goes, deal with the giant first, you fool. You dumbass. Um, and Rust takes some attacks. Uh, he hits with his spear once on Hurog for seven damage. Wow. I'm like, sorry, Rust, no offense. I know we're in the middle of battle, but I just did 35. And you like, did I care. Seven. Whatever. Whatever, man. I just want to be clear. You did do seven, right? Russ, when you talk, I can see so much of this your gums. This dude loves reading. He used to read all the time. Okay. Yeah. a hard one. Reading's very cool. Yeah. I'm trying in I my never, downtown. I never read once in my goddamn life. Yeah, he, never, he, he read, though. I saw <laughs> no him way, reading a book one time. It's just... I saw him reading a book. He gives you a dead arm as a reaction. <laughs> it's not true. It's not fucking true. <laughs> I'm trying to pay attention to you, but it's just every time you talk, I see so much gum. Yeah, man. <laughs> just tiny, tiny teeth. Just like a wall of pink. Yeah, seriously. Off, okay, um, that is the Winter Wolf's turn. Uh, I'll say one wolf goes after Bev, misses. One ranger goes after Bev, misses. One oh. ranger goes after Wilhelm, hits. Um, and then another wolf goes after Wilhelm and misses. You see he dodges and like uses his hammer to hit its face. Cool. Uh, that is Hard One's turn. Um, you gonna read a book on your turn, man? I'm gonna read a fucking book. Yeah, I'm not reading a book. I yeah. turned to Mooch. You're poor. You're at the dwarfenage, man. You don't have a dad or a mom. <laughs> <laughs> I actually found out who my dad and my mom. Oh were. yeah. Yeah, and they were fucking kings in Galateron. Oh. I wink. Yeah. I wink at Moonshine. His yeah. mom was super <laughs> hot. A deception check with advantage, and he's gonna roll an intelligence check with disadvantage. Wow. 20. 20, perfect. He rolled a four. Uh, he turns to Wilhelm. Uh, you know, and Wilhelm is fully not his dad. Rust turns to Wilhelm and goes like, 
Daddy, I know you said he was a bastard and that he was no good for Jeppa, but he said that his mom and his dad are a king and queen. Uh, adjacent. It's they're they're not. They're, <laughs> stop listening to him. Oh, that's your turn, hard one. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna take a swing at Hirog with my axe. Cool. Seems like you guys have something going on. Maybe attack someone else, huh? Okay. Uh, <laughs> Thirteen. That's not it. I just with his big shield. Jesus Christ! You're so intimidated uh, in front of. Yes, yeah, I'll try one more time. Did he psychically damage you so much that you forgot how to read? Sixteen. Sixteen oh. to hit. That doesn't hit either. That doesn't hit either. Blocks it with his shield. Uh, that is Wilhelm Bronzebeard's turn. Uh, on Wilhelm Bronzebeard's turn, um, he is going to make a break for the tunnel. He takes an attack of opportunity from a ranger who misses and a wolf. The tunnel we just came from or a new tunnel that we haven't tunnel been down? on the other end of the room. He takes a little bit of damage. You see Wilhelm is starting to look a little fucked up and frazzled. He's been hit by Hirog's shield. He's been bitten by this wolf. He's been attacked, but he makes it to the other side and he makes it through the tunnel. And he looks into the cave and he yells to the other Bronzebeards, your sacrifices will be remembered. Rust, do what you need to do. I'm proud of you. And he puts up a wall of stone and you don't what? see him anymore. Tunnel is blocked. You motherfucker. Uh, Toma. Toma, what's he up. doing? You see the Bronzebeards look shocked, except for Rust who goes, oh, he's fucking proud of me, man. <laughs> uh, that um... is the cleric's turn, who is now insanely concerned Oh fuck, we're gonna die. We're gonna fucking die here. That's the spirit. Uh, we're gonna lose. Uh, he's gonna go ahead and cast a Cure Wounds, third level, last third level he has. Um, he heals one of the guys who's very hurt. That is the Knight's turn. They're gonna keep taking cracks at Hirog. Uh, one hits for another 12 damage. I'm kinda brave. <laughs> keep telling yourself that. Why did our Patriarch ditch us, man? Uh, and then the other one misses completely. Um, that is back around a Hurog. Takes one attack. Boom! Flattens the dude who was just healed. Okay. Turns to, you know what? I'm gonna roll a d20. I'll say 11 through 20, he keeps going after bronze beards and not uh, one of you guys who's up there in the middle. Great dice, d20. Three. He goes after hard one. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I technically oh. haven't hit you yet. Wait, but you have, you have protection from flame. I do have protection from, from fire. Flame. Okay. Uh, first attack on you. That is a 26 to hit. Misses. <laughs> 21 bludgeoning damage. 10 more fire damage. So you only take five. So five so more 26 of that. 26 total. Okay. So 26, 26 total. And then an cool. extra four piercing damage. So 30 total. Yes. So he takes a second shield attack. And he misses. He rolls a th he rolls a three. Thank God. Yeah. Whew. What are you at? Uh, sixty-eight. Okay. Oh, I guess you're learning that in your castle, huh, man? <laughs> Rust Protection at you. from energy doesn't you know, doesn't really do shit. Rust, I was afraid of you my whole life, but now I feel kind of sad for you. <laughs> Why, man? 
Uh, it's mostly your large gums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm going to save the world, man. When Jaina gets the king's hammer, we're all the bronze beards are going to be fucking set, man. It's just you have a beard and then gum and then teeth. You'd think that the mustache would cover the gum. I'm just so Does confused Jaina about want your mouth. The king's hammer? Jaina doesn't know that she wants it, but huh, huh. so she doesn't want to get married. But if she comes to Frostwind and, uh, and if Gemma's not there anymore, then Jaina is gonna have to get married. And if Jaina is the warrior in the relationship, she'll get the hammer. So she's gonna get the hammer and that's really good for the bronze beards. Okay, that's really interesting information, but can we just shine a little light on the warrior in the relationship? That's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know a lot about- dynamic. Yeah, my dad, Will, I'm super woke. Well, you're <laughs> really good. Your uncle. My dad, man. Well, not really. Yeah. No? No, yeah. Not it at all. It just makes me re-examine every relationship I've been in and be like, was I the warrior? Oh, uh, yeah. You were always the warrior. Yeah. Oh, my God. Thank you so it's much. It's all about dynamics. What the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> yes, he's talking about just bleeding just everywhere. Uh, it's another crack. Uh, she misses uh, on both her hammer attacks, and Oscar does hit on a bite for just a little bit of damage, just for eight. Was Toma the one that was bleeding along the trail? Yes. Okay, just confirming. That is Bev's turn. Yeah, I'm gonna keep uh, working at these uh, these anti knights, these anti paladins. I don't like your look. Yeah. Why? With the, we... the, the no eyes. It's a bad look. It's you not should. Fault. You should wear glasses or something like that. Do you have an extra pair of glasses? Honestly, I kind of <laughs> like it, but I don't like what, how you wear it. I, I minor illusion a pair of googly eyes on them. Uh -huh. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's honestly helped. Yeah, it's, team. That's really funny. You look Thank good. You. Hey. you got your confidence back. That's Thanks. a 20. Uh, 20 hits. How the anti-paladins got their groove back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, that's going to be 13 on the first hit. Sweet. Um, you fully kill one. Oh, cool. And the only thing you can cleave in two is the eyeless wolf next to it. No! <laughs> All right. Ow! How much damage do they take? 11. All right, cool. Um, just let me know when they're almost dead, and I'll, I'll put them down gently or, like, Sweet. knock them out. Cool. Uh, on my second attack, oh, shit. Does a uh, 15 hit? It does hit the wolf, yes. Okay. Um... Cause you had you and Wilhelm were like taking them. Um, yeah. He had a wolf and a ranger. You had a wolf and a ranger. Is so. the other ranger dead? If you want to fight the other ranger, you're gonna need to take an opportunity attack from this wolf. It's a devil wolf. All you right, I'll kill the that. devil wolf. Sweet. I'll send it to the farm upstate. Uh, oh. Uh, Fifteen. Is that it? Yeah. Right, cool. Put it into foster care. All right. That's going to be fourteen. Fourteen damage. Cool. Uh, is it still alive? Yes. I'm not gonna use a divine smite on this. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Okay, cool. That's my turn. Sweet. That's Moonshine's turn. All right. I think I'm going to take the opportunity attack and run towards the stone wall and gaseous form through it. Oh. Dope. I think I'm going to chase down that folk. My AC is a 19 right now, remember? Uh, he gets a 14. He misses. Ha-ha! <laughs> cool. And then I'm running to the wall and I'm gaseous forming through it. Cool. You will need to, so you are over by Hurog. Mm -hmm. He used one turn to get halfway across the room, then ran the other way. So you can't do spell and dash action in the same turn. Okay, then I'm just gonna run as far as I can, and uh, right when I get up to the thing, I'm gonna at least, cause now am I at least near um, that dog? You can get to the wall. Yeah, but am I also passing the wolf along the way? Yes. Then I'm gonna I'm gonna spores it on my way for twelve. Okay. Still alive. No! 
zombie wolf. Zombie wolf so bad. And then I'm gonna uh, and then I'm gonna get to the wall. Cool. You get up to Willem Bronzebeard's wall, stone wall. Uh, that is Balnor's turn. Balnor. I'm just gonna take some cracks at Hirog. Misses both times. This Fuck him up, Balnor. Guy is tough. Um, take into the action surge. Hits. Hey. Here we go. This guy has a lot of damn AC. Uh, does eight damage to him. Use that fatherly stubbornness, Balnor. He's looking, uh, Hurog's looking pretty messed up. Balnor, if you what survive- do you, What do you have against, against hill giants? I uh, just, you just have something against hill giants that made a pact with Ilsed. That's kind of it. I shout from across the room, don't tell him how we slept in the body of a hill giant. <laughs> he didn't do that. <laughs> what? He slept in one of my brothers? No, it's the inside joke. Uh, that's Rust's turn. Rust is going to. He must have a he must have a custom sized toothbrush <laughs> for those little pearlies. On Rust's turn, he sees that like Hurog is a little bit hurt, and he turns and he attempts to stab Hardon with his spear. Wow! Whoa! Uh, he misses. Shout out to the two crew. <laughs> you think you're fucking tough now, man? Stupid little bastard! You're still a fucking dick, dude. You're still a fucking turd, I know it. Did you just miss me both times? Nope. All right. On my second attack, I got 10. Okay, yeah. I block that. <laughs> I feel like there's- No, he did 10 damage. Oh. He he got like a, a 20 to hit. Uh, got it. And he got a 22 to hit on his You're second You're disobeying hit. Wilhelm. I thought he missed the first one. He missed the first one, he hit with the second one, and he hit with the third. Oh, he gets the third Yes. Um, so he does 14 damage on the last attack. Okay. Fight me, man. That is- the eyeless dwarf's turn. One of them is dead. Um, so the one is just gonna take a crack at Bev. Misses. Bring it. Shout out to the two crew. Two wolves, one misses. Second one misses. That is hard one's turn. Okay, I'm gonna try to attack Hirog. Um, You're ignoring the taunts I, of gummy rust? Yeah, I push his gums out, away from my face. <laughs> what? My Knock teeth it are, off. My teeth are normal sized. Mmm. <laughs> 18? It's not that it's- 18 does not hit. Of course it doesn't. Um, all right, try again. 19. 19 does not hit. Okay, I'm gonna take uh, a look at Bev's amulet. Sweet. Um, and then I'm gonna action surge on, um, yeah, I'm gonna action, action surge on Rust. You action yeah. surge on Rust? I'm tired of you pushing me around. <laughs> Are you gonna pop him? Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna pop him. You go, you and Rust are fighting back and forth. You see the cleric uh, and the other knight that's still alive are just like, what the fuck are you two doing, you fucking idiots? <laughs> 18 to hit Rust. Uh, that does hit Rust. Thank God. Yeah, bring it, man. Oh, I just wanna let's, hit somebody. 18 let's, damage. Let's settle this. Yo, bust this Rust. Get him. Uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna try to hit him again. Cool. Ooh, 25. 25 hits. Why wasn't I doing this on the fucking giant? It, Giant has a lot more to see than Rust. 14. Kick his ass, hard he's one. Looking, he's still looking pretty good. Yeah, I just wanted to like let him know I could fight too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the cleric is just keep like, him in line. What the fuck are both of you doing? We're gonna die. He started it. I don't <laughs> care who started me. Both of you. Both of you. Uh, he is going to hard one. Give me an opposed charisma check against Rust. <laughs> he has you better a beat this. minus two. All right. 15. Cool, he got an eight. Uh, you see the cleric does a second level cure wounds on you. <laughs> uh, heals you up for 15 
Damn, 15 dope. HP. Uh, and he goes, Shoot, shoot, stop fighting! Stop fighting, you fools! We'll figure this out later! Uh, he started. Why did you heal him? I'm gonna tell Dad. Dad's gonna be pissed at you. You don't you tell, tell your uncle? No, he's not my uncle. I thumb my nose at him. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. He slaps at you. He slaps at you. Um, that is the other knight's turn. The other knight uh, takes two cracks at. Oh, he crits! 16 damage to Hirog. Not insignificant at all. Not a bit. Hirog ain't looking great. And that is Hirog's turn, unfortunately. Mm. He is going to, what was he? He was going after a hard one already, so he'll take his shot for the hard one. Ooh, 18 to hit. Does not hit. Does not hit, good. First attack misses. 16 to hit. <laughs> Second attack misses. All right, so I'm dancing around sticking my tongue out at Rust. Hard one. You see as Hurog is swinging at you, you see the look on his face, just this look of pure determination, and you see it flashes between like, I will free my people, and like flashes of like, I will destroy all living things. Just like this tense... Two-track mind, as it yeah. were, I suppose. Oh, shit, he's goleming. Uh, and that is... Become Smeagol. Is he binary? <laughs> that is Toma's turn. Toma takes two attacks and hits once. Um, shit, does 12 damage to Hirog. Hirog's looking real fucked up. Oscar misses his attack. That's Bev's turn. All right. Um, we got one, we got one, one hollow knight left. Hurt, one pretty hurt wolf, one full health wolf. One full health, uh, dwarf. All right, uh, I'm going for the other dwarf, keeping these guys off of your case. You go for Hirog. Uh, I'm sending them all up to a big, nice farm where they can play together. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sending up to Moradin's trailer park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe not that time. That's uh, fourteen. Wait, no. Fourteen to hit. Wait, what is what is eight plus? He's a six? dog. Eight not plus dwarf. six is fourteen. Yeah. Uh, no, he attacked the dwarf. Does not hit the dwarf. Oh. Uh, Blocks him right. with the shield. Yes, yes. Let me do one more. Okay. Oh, all right. Ooh. That'll hit. That's uh, that's 22. 22 hits. Uh, it's going to be 12 damage. Okay. And I would like to Divine Smite. Sweet. And you know what? What the fuck not? I'm going to do a second level on this one. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting tired. Show Good. Off. I'm getting Good, tired of these guys. I don't care. Whatever, man. Do you want to go? To I'm already dead. I would love to go to heaven. Yeah. That'll we're going to play touch football. Oh, yes. you ain't going to heaven. <laughs> Me? What did I do wrong? Well, is, do, do dwarves believe in heaven? I figured you'd go I believe like... in Mount so I believe in becoming part of Moradin's Forge. Yeah, we that like... That is heaven to me. We'll just dip you into a big hot vat of molten holy lava. That'd be wonderful. All right, cool. Uh, Thank you so, so much. <laughs> so that's going to be 48, I guess. So that's seven for the first one. Shit. Five for the second one, so 12. Okay. Uh, plus six, so 18. Plus another six, so 24. He's quite hurt. All right, great. That's my turn. That is Moonshine's turn. Well, first off... Am I within range to, um, is there anyone within range that I can just do a quick? You have enough room that you can run back a little bit towards Bev, spore somebody, run back in Gash's form if you just want to get through the wall. Oh, there's a hurt wolf, dude. Yeah. Okay. You want to go spores the wolf? Yeah. Cool. Wolf is still alive. No! Uh... Why would you give me any zombies? <laughs> All right. And then I run to the wall and I Gash's form through. What do I see? You gaseous form through, empty tunnel. There looks to be another cave down the way. You do not see Wilhelm Bronzebeard in here. That is Balnor's turn. 
Balnor. It's gonna take some swings at Hirog. Take some chops. Misses both times. That is Rust's turn. Uh, Rust is Rust is gonna hold the reaction to see what Hard One does. <laughs> Smart. Yeah. You piece of shit. I want to see what the You're fuck you coward. do. Yeah, I don't want to look down. You gonna flinch, man? You gonna flinch? He like flexes his shoulders at you. Uh, that is the Eyeless Dwarves and Wolf's turn. We'll take a crack at Bev. Um, guy hits on his first attack for 11 damage. Hits on his second attack for 12 damage. And then the one wolf is going to hit for 12 damage. And then Bev, I am going to need you to make a strength saving throw. Aha. That is going to be a 21. Sweet. Okay, the wolf like goes to pull you down to like knock you prone and you push it off you. That is hard one's turn. Cool. I hip check Rust out of the <laughs> way, fucking jerk. Uh, and I swing at Hirog. Okay. Finally, Nat 20. Ooh, there it is. Ooh. Does that hit? Yes. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> Certainly hits. Great. 29. Hard one. Finish him. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I didn't know if I wanted to. Well, you can you can choose how you want to do this. Yeah, wait. Bring you can him knock down. him out if you want. You can do I think you we want. could exercise him. Hirog, you made a, you have a noble cause, but you made a bad deal. Uh, this is me, I guess, wrestling him, holding my axe to his throat, trying to get him to submit. Okay. So you, I'm gonna say that with a nat twenty, you st- he's this big fucking dude. So you like crack him with like the end of your axe, almost using it like a bow. And you do a ton of damage. You like break his nose. He's super fucked up. He starts to fall back and you go and you like start to pin him down. Oh, you know what? Maybe I, can I um sort of do a leg lock around his neck? So I'm spraying, <laughs> yeah. I, I can't get my arms around his neck, but my legs are just big enough. Oh, just yeah. fucking tap. So good. And you're just like looking down and like trying to give him a pep talk. Yeah, <laughs> whispering in his ear. He's refusing to tap. I talked to your daddy. He made me a fucking daiquiri. This isn't what he wanted. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna say with a nat twenty, I'll let that also be like your persuasion check. So hard one, you break his nose with the side of the axe. You see, he's already like greatly injured. He's been fighting all of these guys. He's hurt so many dudes. He he fought earlier today. You know, he was in. You assume he was in the battle um, at the base of the mountain. As he begins to fall back, you jump on him. You get him in like a triangle choke. Uh, You're trying to like choke him out with your legs and you're like begging him like, I know your dad. I know you're not like this. And you see, he's got this like insane face of fury and you see the thick veins and arteries underneath his skin pumping. Like this dude is just sick. He's got some kind of insane curse. Um, but when you mention his dad, you see for a brief second, his eyes go from red to brown and he goes, my dad's alive. Your dad's a fucking bartender, baby. A bartender where? Smuggler's bounty. I don't know where that is. Whatever. They, they, I needed the power. I needed the power to help my people. You had a noble cause. I needed the power. You made a bad deal. I needed the power. You can still have a different power. Suddenly, Rust stabs him in the back of the neck. No! Ah. You fucking bully. And you see Hirog's eyes just still. And he's just dead. We could have saved him. We got a man tag team. You've always been a dick, Rust. 
He's a fucking bad guy, man. He's a giant. Giants are bad guys, idiot. Uh, the world is not that black and white. It is. You think I, I'm a bad dad... guy because I'm a bastard? Yeah, you're bad, man. That is the cleric's turn. See, the cleric is just like, I don't know what just happened <laughs> there. Uh, and he runs over, and he's just going to take a crack at these eyeless guys. Uh, he hits the wolf. He just does a little eight damage. That is the single knight who is still alive. Um, who goes like, you guys seem like you have some things to work out. Good job taking them out, gang. Uh, th- we're not a guys. gang. We're not a you team. You too. No. Tag we're team. We're not a tag team. I'm part of the tag team a little bit. No. Yeah, we did it, guys. Uh, he runs over. Um, and he is going to hit the wolf. Uh, wolf is on death's door. That is... Hirok's turn. Hirok is dead. Oh, no. Uh, Tom, Toma goes. Uh, she rushes over. Uh, and she says, To put my brother and sister to rest. Join Muradin's forge. Um, he at- she attacks. Uh, psh, cracks the wolf. Sends it to the afterlife. Big old farm. Ooh. A big hot farm. Big hot farm. No, big cold farm. We're cold. I just realized, if I had been able to turn one of those wolves into a zombie, could I even have? Because it was already undead. Oh, I, might oh, yeah. have, I might have allowed it with some fuckery. Um, you see, she hits the... Uh, I got mushroom eyes. What is yeah. there? There's another wolf and there's another guy. Um, she hits another dude. She hits the guy uh, for another 10 damage. Oscar misses. That is Bev's turn. Okay. Toma, let's send them. Let's let them swim forever in the lava of the forge <laughs> as one big orange goop. Have you, have you read our holy books? I got a 20. The orange goop. Ooh, that hits. <laughs> Nat 20? Nat 20. Dope. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you want to smite, that's double damage as well. Uh, oh, yes. Sweet. I want to end them. I want to do a Moradin Pelor team up. Dope. All right. Uh, you do Marvel vs. Capcom yes. uh, with Toma on uh, the Ranger. <gasps> oh, shit. Do we, like, team up and we do, yes. like, a double yes, dance? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. yeah. 23, 27. Shit. 27. You fully kill this dwarf. It's just the wolf left. Okay. Did you? Cle- did he cleave? Uh, yeah, he did three damage to the wolf. Nice. Toma, you have a affinity for these wolves, and you, you know you know where they desire to go in the afterlife. Please send him. Mm. On my next turn, I will. <laughs> uh, that's Moonshine's turn. Uh, oh, wait, that was my first attack. Oh, I have a second attack. attack. Yeah. I give you permission to do it. Thank they you. want to die. These are <laughs> the, my, let my brothers and sisters rest. All right, that's going to be yeah. a 26. 26 hits. Uh, 11 damage. 11 damage. Sweet. Right, cool. That is Moonshine's turn. Okay. Um, I would like to cast Locate Object on, ah. like, Wilhelm's shield or whatever. Like I hammer? Th- like something that is- I saw on him. Okay. Last turn, Wilhelm took a dash action. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Yeah. Um, and he is, you cannot see him, but you can assume he's in the cavern that you can see down the way. So it lasts for 10 minutes, this locate object. So I can kind of use it to trail him for up to 10 minutes. A homing beacon. Is that right? It says duration, up to 10 minutes. Okay. Um, okay, so I'm just booking it for him. Okay, that it's Balnor's turn. Balnor rushes up and joins Bev. Kind of doesn't know what else to do. 
I guess it, if you want to kill a dog, you can. This is a bad dog. <laughs> it's yeah. a bad dog. Confirmed demon dog. Yeah, I know. It's still a puppy, though. It's just, it's rough. It's not a puppy. It's a wolf. Uh, Balnor does 14 damage to this puppy. Its ears are still kind of soft and velvety is the issue. That is true. They do still feel like little rose petals. I just want to flick that little ear, you know? Uh, that is Rust's turn. Well, I know one guy that won't mind killing a dog even if it wasn't <clears throat> a demon. Ain't that <laughs> uh, right, buddy? Rust is going to kind of hold the reaction to see how hard one reacts. Uh, he kind of gets up in your face. He goes, what? Are you friends with giants, man? You fucking friends with giants, dude? You know, all I know is that I'm not friends with you, Rust. Yeah? You're yeah. damn right you're not friends with me. I headbutt him. <laughs> uh, he attacks you. Oh, no. Uh, he'll take his attacks. Uh, he hits. Right, why wouldn't he? 13 damage on the first hit. Second attack misses. Third attack, 19 to hit. 19 hits. Okay. 12 damage. Cool. That is the eyeless, just the wolf left. Wolf goes after Bev. Okay, so the wolf hits for 10. That is back around a hard one. I'm gonna try to finish off the wolf. Okay. Um, I shoulder bump uh, <laughs> Rust as I walk Rust away. is gonna get an opportunity attack as you run away. <laughs> Jesus Christ, fine. Uh, he hits. I'm gonna see if this cleric will heal me afterwards. Uh, that is 11 damage. Okay. Oh my God, he's so weak. I crit on the wolf. Dope. Can I cleave through the wolf Why and hit Rust? Why do you always crit on no, animals? No, Rust, Rust is far away. I crit on animals. Hard one, sure fit. <laughs> Hard one, just finish the wolf. The wolf is is pretty hurt, and yeah, you've, you've killed it. Finish okay. it. Um, I Respectfully, please, Thomas says. Sweet. I use my throwing axe, and I do like a really, really quick, kind of like kosher kill. Yeah. Right, right on the that. vein. Yeah, nick the vein. Ned, Ned Stark style. Beautiful. Yeah. Just like pet it and do the knife. This in. is how you kill something with honor. Yeah. <laughs> and I make eye contact with Rust. <laughs> what? It's a fucking bad dog. You just kill it. It it's lived a good life. So you guys are out of combat. Cool. Um, it is. Am, I, am I out of combat? Are we? Rust <laughs> yeah, keeps on attacking of. me. Yeah, you guys are in sort of a tense situation. Moonshine is in the other room. You guys have this wall up. You guys are trapped in this cave. It is you guys, Toma, the cleric, a knight, and Rust. And um, Moonshine's in the other room chasing Wilhelm. And Rust goes, what are you guys doing? Dad said to do what we need to do. And we know that Hard One killed Gemma because he hates our family and he wants to ruin us. So what we have to do is get Hard One. You don't know but, dude. You don't, you, know you don't know but. Shit. I didn't kill Gemma. You don't know but, man. You don't know but. <laughs> don't, don't copy but. me. Shut up. You shut up. Fuck you. <laughs> Frick you, man. Flashbacks <laughs> to the dwarfenage. <laughs> I kick uh, his shin. <laughs> you see, you see, uh, Toma goes, I do not trust anything you redbeards have to say. You had us lead you to the mountains, escort you to Mount Forge, then... As soon as Dragon shows up, oh, fuck. you fly away. Huh? Dragon, you say? Do you come again? And that's where we'll end our episode. <laughs> Wait. Uh, huh. Okay. Unlikely alliances. That changes shit. Did not expect a dragon. Does cast some new light on what the fuck was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, was... let's fret about it on the short rest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Uh, Save the frets for the short rest. Yep. <laughs> frets on the rest. Frets on the rest. Felt so good to. We'll talk about this on the short rest, but Rust getting to be such a dumb bastard and just kill Hirog even after he got to turn. Oh yeah, such a shithead. I move. hate Rust so much, and he's he's dwindled my health yeah. quite a bit. I, I we need to have a, a master class with Murph on designing shitheads. The problem is, is that he's not not strong. Right. He like he sounds dumb. So Him like think stabbing you in the back. Yeah. No, he's strong. Yeah, that was cool. I liked. The way the dynamics of that kind of Mexican standoff situation was was really fun. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about it more on the short rest. Yes, let's, we will. Let's please. Yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, you can head on over to patreon.com slash nadpod to hear us talk more about this episode. Oh, yeah. Very eventful. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got a bunch of stuff to plug. Guys, watch Hot Date on Netflix, me and Emily's sketch show. You can also buy our book. It's called Hey You Up, How to Turn Your Booty Call into your Emergency Contact. Get it on Amazon or Audible. And you can watch us on Fantasy High on College Humor's Dropout streaming service. Uh, it's a D&D play show. Uh, you guys also have things on Dropout? We very much do. Uh, we have Cartoon Hell, which is a show I do with uh, Tonathan Tinkle himself, Nathan Yaffe. We have some fun guests coming up on the show soon. Ooh. Uh, I, the timing is weird because of how we record these, but uh, I think Adam Conover is going to be on an episode Ooh. coming up. Uh, as well as Lisa Hanawalt. Uh, I'm very excited for both of them to make their appearances within the Hell Realm. Uh, Jake, you've got a show on the network I do. as well. Um, Amir and I wrote Lonely and Horny. I directed it. Amir stars in it. Ooh. And it's very fun. It's on Dropout. And the sign-up code for all this, so College Humor knows we sent you, is signup.dropout.tv slash nadpod. Mm, tell them yeah. Pop Paw sent you. Check it out, guys. <laughs> Tell them ring ring Yeah, use a uh, coupon code ring 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 Guys, follow us on Twitter at thmurf is me at exford is Emily at Caldy is Caldwell and at Jake Hurwitz is Jake and tweet about the show using hashtag Nadpod. That's N A D D P O D. Oh, we are, we are the youth of the nation. We are, we are the youth of the nation. It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Y'all treat us so right. Starting with Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't craven. Most people resolve to spend more time with family, but Brad's 2019 resolution is to completely cut them off. Jay Loma, 72, a.k.a. Steelbreaker, Hard One's Gymspiration, somehow grew another two abs over the holidays. Ooh, that's hard with all that good food, and yet Jay Loma's Dylan B a sword-wielding wizard who accidentally invented blade singing, played a beautiful rendition of Old Lang Syne as the ball dropped, then accidentally flung a blade and cut it in half. Ruined New Year's. Danny P., Bohemia's resident artist, painted Hard One's senior portrait at the Dwarfenage, also painted Rust's senior portrait, uh, but just did a stick figure so he wouldn't have to hang out with Rust for so long. Yeah, yeah, Rust ain't great. Tom P., father of the realm and serenader of sleeping babies, Tom invented the Dwarven pet packs to keep up with his kids. Go easy on that stuff, Tom. Spencer Casperu, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and heroes of Bohemia alike, set up a ski lodge style outdoor beer garden atop Mount Forge. Moradin occasionally reaches through the gash to have his drink freshened. Oh, a frosty cold weather beer garden? Sign me up. 
And of course, Griffin SD, aka the Stranger, the Silver Dragonborn, Eldritch Knight, and ex-owner of the Badger's Pint Inn and Tavern, Griffin's new gym, the Silver Hypothesis, is killing it in the new year, destroying the Badger's orange fitness. Here's hoping the Silver Hypothesis members stick with their New Year's resolutions. Beardman Dan, the longest beard in all of Bohemia, stretches so far it reaches the Fey Wild, once tripping Bev's dad into an enchanted flower bed. What a nice landing. Scott D, a goat man with a healthy sex life, likes to get down like two or three times a week, just keeps up a good pace. That's healthy. Aaron C, the homeless man that was used by the band of boobs <laughs> to distract the Chosen back in Galateron. After burning down the food truck, he was arrested by the Chosen, but later escaped through the drill car hole and is currently tracking the band of boobs. Oh no, I hope that ain't true. Hermes W, the Bat King. Fun fact, the New Year's bats don't watch the ball drop because they can't see it. So Hermes sends out a sonic signal at midnight that makes them all shit themselves. Oh, interesting. Yeah. RJW, a dwarfin who made it out of the dwarfinage and got a great job as a dwarven engineer building mine carts that are fueled purely by his love of iron ore. Spartus, a dwarven warrior who bullied Rust as a kid, kicking off a hard Horrible cycle of abuse and toxic dwarven masculinity throughout the Dwarfenage. Terrifying. Adam R., the R-rated assassin, the arch enemy of Radam A., the G-rated assassin, Whoa. the aw shucks to Adam's aw fuck. Here's Woo-hoo. hoping Adam kills that fucking nerd this year. Hell yeah. Let's keep it R-rated in 2019. Cassandra MHP. AKA Cassandra Max HP. Cassandra has so much HP, she actually took a long rest in the deep snow of the frigid north and didn't even notice when the band of boobs plummeted on top of her. Danielle the Dastardly Dame. Danielle is so dastardly that she spotted Rust while he killed Hurog, straight up assisted him on his lunge so he didn't pull a rotator cuff. So kind. Hugh C, AKA Haldor Frostbach, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red. Used to spit off the airship as a goof until the velocity killed a halfling. The memory haunts him to this day. Manny the Mundane, accidental deity who got in the way of a lich's spell to reach divinity. When you go to pay a parking meter and realize it's free on the weekend, that's Manny spotting you two bucks. Ooh, or if there's like 15 minutes left and you're just running in for something. Thank oh, yeah. you, Manny. Daniel Yu, aka Multa for the many-faced magician. Unfortunately, also the many-stomached magician. Multifor has to eat enough meals for each of his faces, and it's getting expensive. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm. Jordan is so fearless, so avant-garde, they waited until 12.01 to let the beat drop. Such a tease, like edging, right? Jeffrey S., Lord of the Fjord, born of the sword, and up to his jorts and chores. Jeffrey S. is starting the new year with a to-do list, people. Cutter W., a high elf dandy turned crick barkitect. Cutter's 2019 intention is to finally launch the first stump ship. Cutter's got the design all ready to go. It's just the engine and atmospheric pressure part that's tripping them up. Stumps in the sky, my friends. Lex Sketch, a.k.a. the escape artist, when the band of boobs doesn't know was that Lex had actually jumped out of the cave seconds before them, but definitely dodged their falling bodies at the last second. John S., a.k.a. Schubert the Mushroom. Schubert's New Year's was great. They tried LSD for the first time, which is great because they haven't been able to do hallucinogenic mushrooms due to that being cannibalism. Yeah, right, for real. Ryan M., a.k.a. Hard Ones Ram. Quick update on Ryan. Ryan was chased down by Nose only to stop, stand on their two hind hooves, and deliver a passionate speech in defense of their right to live. 
The Knolls were so overcome with emotions, they declared Ryan poet laureate of the Knoll folk, and now Ryan has a book deal. Elena, see, Elena spent New Year's in the Fey Wild, which was a total rager, but since time is ephemeral and ever-changing there, Elena won't show up again until April. You know, get a late start on the year, why not? Andrew M. went home to the Crick for Crickmas break and immediately turned into their teenage self. The parents thought they were just enjoying a lazy break, but actually Andrew was cursed by a witch he didn't tip. Michael McDee, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, the Blue Mana actually overbooked themselves for New Year's Eve after offering all-you-can-eat tapas and their uh, Yelp page is absolutely abysmal. You promise so much, and if you don't deliver it, you know. Victor T. Balnor's boy, whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world, Victor T. sadly had to celebrate Holy Sylvester, the night of food, frolics, and good times without his dear papa. Sadly, Victor had to eat his lentil soup, Wiener Würstchen, and Neuberger fondue without the company of his loving father. Henry A., the intelligent ape. Henry was an ape who a druid awakened only to discover the ape was already awakened. They just didn't speak common. They were fluent in Orcish, Elvish, Dwarvish, and Mandarin. They just hadn't gotten around to common. Justin I. wears an eye patch on their good eye. It's really badass, and their empty scarred over socket is super intimidating, except their darts game has really suffered. Clayton M., a claymation Dalmatian. We don't talk about it much, but since Clayton is made out of clay. Clayton can look however they want. They just choose Dalmatian every morning. Now that's love. The professional, the only lawyer to ever beat pop on litigation. This is the professional's busiest time of year as New Year's Eve results in many lawsuits down at the creek. They really like fireworks. Jacob C., <laughs> owner and proprietor of the Charred Bard, the beloved barbecue franchise in which the spiciness of the sauce ranges from meek to wee and all the waiters are looking for commercial representation. Alleg- Elena M, a legendary Crickitch player, that's Crick Quidditch, where you roll around in the mud with a broom and try to swoop possum turds into tree holes. Elena got a full ride to Crick U off their Crick Quidditch finesse. Gone Off has gone off the radar. No one has seen Gone Off since they shouted, I'm gonna live forever and ran naked into the icy waters at Frostwind's annual polar bear plunge. You know, pray to whatever god you believe in, I think, for Gone Off. McPugs, the codemaster who created our amazing website. McPugs is not related to the famous director McG. Yes, both their names start with Mick, which in Bohemia means your siblings, but you must remember that McG does not exist in Bohemia, and McPugs is only in Bohemia two months out of the year. Earl and Kathleen L. are a pair of married orcs whose lovemaking is so athletic they order their seal blubber lubricant by subscription. Yummy! Dylan M., a talented executioner who kills people with a broadsword clenched firmly between their buck cheeks. It usually takes Dylan three or four times before they actually sever the criminal's head, so if you go to one of their executions, be sure to bring a poncho. Jibe G, the Bullywug Duke. Jibe's title might not be as impressive as a Bullywug King or Prince, but they own a sizable swath of Swampland and have their own private dentist all the same, so don't worry about Jibe. They're doing okay. Swath is a beautiful word. I wish it was in more things. Corbin A, a literal barfly that hangs out at Joe the Praying Mantis's favorite bar, Whenever Corbin comes in, everyone shouts, Cor! 
Herb and an invisible audience of gnats cheer super loudly. Atlas Storm Reaper, the, the Bohemian version of Thor, except hotter. What? Atlas never wears a shirt and wields two magic hammers. What? If you pray to Atlas and roll a 20 on your religion check, your pecs will bounce involuntarily until your next long rest. That's distracting, possibly. Jostrich, a jovial ostrich who used the who used to open for Old Cobb back in his stand-up days. Cobb and Jostrich actually wrote and starred in a pilot together called The Cop Couple, but much like a flightless bird, it never got off the ground. E.L. Drake, a.k.a. the Dragonaut, a boat with a face. You might think that's pretty cool, but Drake can also fire cannonballs out of their mouth. That's right, their loose lips literally sink ships. Impressive. Better than Helen of Troy, huh? Cameron C., a candy-making gnome who lives in Nana Kindleaf's purse. They dream of one day making something other than Werther's originals. PJW, a.k.a. Charo Arcadius, a tiefling warlock whose tail has a mind of its own. Charo was granted warlock abilities moments from death, the only caveat being that his tail would constantly be trying to steal pies, cooling on windowsills, and throw them at his enemies. It's a real monkey's paw slash tail situation. Daniel R. Ram Daniel's evil twin. Their fleece is pitch black, their eyes glow a putrid yellow, and their hooves are... Super well manicured and painted a tasteful shade of lilac. Damiel may be evil, but their fashion is on point. Nicholas R. took over the Hungry Trout Inn and Tavern after Mishka's unfortunate demise. They kept the menu pretty much the same, but they now offer a memorial cocktail that's just dirty water and a shot of tequila. R.I.P. Mishka, gone but not forgotten. Ooh, that's like when you take the bar mat and you pour it into a shot glass and you drink all the leftover stuff. Jennifer V, star of the hit gnomish booby trap film Gnome Alone. The only difference is that in this version, the burglars die a horrible death five minutes into the film. Jacob J, the world's only dragon that wears pants. It's a weird look, but Jacob pulls it off. Nice flex, Jacob. Destin C, Akarat's personal hollow body trainer. They have a huge gym full of buff naked men tossing medicine balls at each other. It's a weird gig, but the hell economy is super bad right now, so Destin can't complain. Devin B, aka the bastard of the fountain, another iron deep dwarfin who's super thirsty all the time, way weaker than hard one, but also way more hydrated. Oh, but I see hydrated and hydration and strength, they play off each other if there's anything I've learned from our swole. Yep. <laughs> Michael L, the lobster mobster, a huge talking crustacean that used to hang out on the SS Stormborn until they were fired for accidentally snipping the sails over and over again. Sam H, a thrill-seeking knoll who used the holes carved by Yanoba to create Bohemia's first indoor knoller coaster. It was a huge hit until Yanoba ate an entire church youth group. Wow. I mean, but can you really be mad at Yanoba? It is an impersonal deity that I will defend. Don't bring your own personal politics into the Council of Elders. Kelvin Noodles, a pasta elemental. They run a small but well-reviewed Italian restaurant in the elemental chaos. Breadsticks are unlimited and young and eat for free every 1,000th Wednesday. Christian H., a.k.a. Sergio Salazar Solomon, Sacarius de Silvia, seventh of his name, a sexy Peruvian snake folk with sweet snake patterns on his skin. Sergio sleeps in a huge sock inside an even bigger drawer. It's a little weird when he brings over lovers, but it always works out because he's a total freak in the sock. Yummy! Love to get rolled up in a nice tube sock. Max L., a level 20 bard who knows almost every Dave Matthews song on violin, staying true to his New Year's resolution he has recently forgotten dancing Nancy's. Trelay, the Cray Fay who always gets their way. Trelay has never rolled lower than a nat 20 on a persuasion check. 
Grace H, the graceful ace, an airship pilot who is perfecting the barrel roll. Grace H has lost many a crew member this way. Aaron G, a very powerful and deceptive gnome who actually lives in Jersey City, posing as a lawn ornament. You just, you can never trust lawn ornaments. They are often deceitful. Tee. Eric, <laughs> Eric, be a rock elemental who loves classical music. It's incongruous as hell, but that's what makes Eric B so rock and roll. Jory S, a warrior who refuses to use any weapon but his fists, is partly because Jory stuck a bunch of tiny knives in his gloves like Wolverine, but they could also kick ass bare-knuckled. A Lucard, a medium-sized mushroom who lives with Fungin. Most people fall in love with Schubert because he's so small and cute, but A. Lucard has a cuter personality. Baby Doc, a baby-faced doctor who is actually a thousand-year-old high elf, not a wrinkle on him. Ooh, okay. Adam H., legit the hero who trains Pelor at the gym. Pelor is a jacked Santa Claus because Adam makes him grind it out on the bench press. And Pelor is tan because Adam applies bronzer, bronzer to his pecs. Kyle Q., a heroic knoll who just returned from the frigid tundra with three freshly killed rams for their sweet little knoll family. Which three? Which three? Colin G, an iron dwarf who is on their way to becoming a real boy. Colin G experienced empathy this morning when they gave a friendly dwarf a parking ticket. Tomorrow, Colin will pet his iron dog and try very hard to experience camaraderie. Ryan, Hard Ones Ram, who just barely outran Kyle McHugh. Though all Ryan's friends were murdered, Ryan has made it to the mountains and they are safe from harm and on their way to be reunited with their Ram family. Long live Ryan. Wow, and the answer is delivered. Big Buck, the richest elf in Glade Home. Even though you'd expect Big Buck to be stuck up, they're actually very down to earth. Big Buck lives in the only stump in all of Glade Home. Richard F. shot out of a cannon in the late 1880s and killed when they landed in the mouth of a hungry lion, a benevolent god reincarnated Richard as a crick bullywug. Richard lives a happy life as a bullywug and has never been kicked. Taylor S., a.k.a. Trast, the 20th level bard who only casts prismatic spells because he loves putting colors everywhere, recently did a stint touring with the Bohemian play Pelor and the Technicolor Dreamcoat. John W.G., a tiefling warrior who lives in a giant fancy cat tower. It's 100 feet high and made entirely of carpet. Troy McSee, a most thoughtful knight. Troy is a member of Jaina's party and is riding with her on the SS Stormborn. Troy found Hard One's poetry in his cabin and is such a kind person that they haven't told anyone about it yet. And finally, Cannibalistic Cthulhu, known all around Bohemia for competing in the annual hot dog eating contest. Yum, Though yum. Cannibalistic Cthulhu mostly eats other competitors, they're the only one who ever does it. But then you get all the credit for the hot dogs they eat. It's a good strategy. It's a good cheat. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we're also, next week, we're going to do some shout-outs for people who sent us some uh, nice stuff over the holidays. Oh, yeah. Y'all kept our y'all kept our uh, P.O. box nice and toasty, and we thank you for that. Yes, but we're going to wait until we have everybody so we make sure we've got the list and everything because we uh, had to bank some episodes so we don't have everybody right now. Um, but thank you to all of our listeners and thank you to all of our patreon subscribers thank you to our council of elders uh you can go on over to the patreon and listen to the short rest and we'll be back next week with another episode thanks everybody we love you and we look forward to spending 2019 with you that was a headgum podcast <laughs>